Here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, the Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Monday. That's Monday, March 26th in the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff. Whatever your stuff might happen to be this afternoon, news and current events, of course, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine, and we'll find many other things to discuss. We always do so. Take part of the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. You can pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Jim, then send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll look at it, we'll review it, we'll read it. We may use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031, all powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. But on the phones, long distance and toll free, one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one for those of you in the metro, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Jack is here and Mo is not. She's on vacation. Mr. Pinkman and Mr. Fritz will have the news in her place in a few minutes or so. Other than that, right after the news at about 4 o'clock, a bonus round of closest to the pin. Your opportunity to win that You Matter business card. What will that mean for you? You win. You win that card. You will have good fortune for the rest of your life. If you lose, you will have bad luck for 24 hours. Take oh that chance. Monday movie review today. Both of the guys should be in. Wanzi and Doug should be in for Monday movie review. We've got... Uh, the regular round of closest to the pin, Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, will be coming in at 6 to talk about God knows what. And then we'll find some drive-home music for you, then PPT to wrap things up at the end of the hour. I am predicting. Here's oh. what I'm predicting. Final four. Oh, yeah, well, you know, that's. Uh... Is that what you're predicting? No, I think there's still a pretty good chance I'm going to win a dollar off of Pinkman on the fun in in the champion. I mean, one of the number one teams will go to the championship. It's game. guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah, you bet at the outset of this tournament that a number one team would win the tournament. Number one seed team. Yeah. A number one seed team, um, and there's two left. They play each other mm-hmm. in the final four to reach. The championship game. So you are guaranteed that a number one seeded team Correct. will reach the championship game. And on the other side, Pinkman's guaranteed that a non-number one will reach. So your bet will be determined by the championship game. Correct. Oh, boy. It's also not hard to take Pinkman's money. Oh, hey, Fritz. <laughs> anyway, so we got that. No, I'm, predi- no I'm, not, I'm not predicting. I'm predicting there you will see. I don't know if it's. You'll see a new hairstyle. Oh. 
Okay. Go on. It's called the Emma. Oh, I know what you mean. What do I mean? That uh, Emma Gonzalez. Emma Gonzalez, of course. This is one of the uh, one of the students from Parkland, from uh, Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, down in South Florida, just outside of Fort Lauderdale. And uh, yeah, I believe you will see more uh, young girls getting uh, haircuts, hairstyles like Emma Gonzalez, who, as my wife says, she is one of these. I don't know whether you want to term it old soul or I mean. You just see some of these, uh, whether it's David Hogue or Emma Gonzalez, whether you refer to them as old souls or whatever. I mean, they're year they're years ahead of so many other kids their age, and uh, these will be uh, contributing members of society certainly as they become adults. I watched part of the March for Our Lives over the weekend. Didn't watch it all, but watched. Uh, Watched enough of it, I thought. It's imp- it was it's impressive. You know, they put this thing together in five weeks, six weeks, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Come on, a lot of people, a lot of oh, people. Yeah. They can hardly get through four hours on the air every day, much less anything else. <laughs> Who are the people behind the people? That's what I'm curious about. A lot of the gun rights groups helped out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Brady campaign people and other gun rights people helped. Uh, like, you know, organize things. But... And this is how you get a stage. You know, I, I guess this yeah. is how you get banners. Or they might say, "Don't worry about anything." And I think their I think their only requirement was, uh, "Don't take advantage of this, and don't make demands out of us." And any way you can help, I mean, at least according to that sixty minutes interview they had the other day, they because politicians and others tried to yeah. clean them on and said, "Hey, we'll give you our support if you." And they said, "There is no if here." Mm-hmm. So it was it was impressive. Definitely. Yeah. Did it turn out? Yeah. I'm 25, predicting the Emma. As a matter of fact, I'm thinking about getting one. Yeah, you should. Oh, that looked mm. good. Yeah, don't they call that a crew cut? Yeah, but it's got, it's got a little bit more, It's you know, it's more even all over. Oh, okay. What if you're balding, oh, Jim? A one guard. I am not balding. No, well, I am, but, you know. That is true. So, do I, I have an Emma? Just shave it. I, well, I mean, what, like, Bickett? I don't know if I've ever seen you without your hat on. Oh, take it off. It looks really... It's like the shot doctor without a hat. Yeah, it's like, whoa! Oh, you're what like, you uh, what's his name? Who, shot doctor? No, you're not like the shot... Well, you're kind of like think, the shot uh... doctor, but on the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Driscoll from Green Acres? No, uh, yeah, who's the who's the, who's the the drummer? Drucker? No, the drummer. Who's the, who's the... Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Yeah, a little, yeah, there's a little oh, Phil Collins a, look-alike. I compliment that. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of look like a young Putin, too. You do look... <laughs> yeah. I never noticed that before. Put him in young... a suit and a, like a Red Star medal or something. Young Putin. Yep. <laughs> Or put him on a horse bare-chested. Oh, uh, <laughs> viral video, here we come. Fist fighting a salmon, punching it right in his jaw. <laughs> I go shoot tiger now. Young food. No, no metal for you. But the thing is, with Shot Doctor and with Fritz, they are always wearing a hat. So yeah, when they hats. take it off, you're like, oh, that's right, I forgot. Yeah, you may connected to your He's hat. got less hair than you do. But uh, you don't seem bothered Maybe. by it. No, not at all. I just like hats, and I like wearing hats. I don't care if I'm not wearing a hat, though. Well, you can put your hat back on. Okay, you got it. it. I you got it. I, I can't remember seeing you without a hat. That's... It feels weird not wearing one. We have uh, the Stormy Daniels interview, of course. That's the water cooler talk from the uh, interview on 60 Minutes with Anderson Cooper. I thought the expectations were higher than what was delivered. 
but I don't think there's the story is uh, near any end. Do you? Did you see it? Anybody miss it? Um, I read the entire transcript this morning. I, di- I didn't watch it, though. Just the idea that Donald Trump would drop his pants and be willing to get spanked with a copy of Newsweek is yeah. just, I don't want, I'm trying, still trying to get that out of my mind. And that, much and, less any kind of sexual intercourse. That right. He, uh, yeah. How that kind of like threw him off. I mean, just visual. I have a hard enough time looking at myself in the mirror without visualizing him. <laughs> That's what you said. I was like, oh so my when God. you look in the mirror, you're visualizing Donald Trump now? No, I'm visualizing me, and I know what I look like in the mirror, and I think I'm, you know, physically maybe in better shape uh, than, than Donald Trump. You know, I, I, I haven't, you know, I haven't, he looks like he's, he can't say no to that double cheese stuff pizza. That's but I just, stuff. I just, uh, and that's, you know, that's what everybody was, a lot of people were thinking, I can't speak for everybody, but don't you think everyone, she was describing, you know, and then they had sexual intercourse, the image flows into your mind, does it not? That yeah, for sure. It's like, you know, he's sitting on the sitting on the, she says she went to the bathroom and then comes out and there he is. Lurched on the end yes. of the bed. Sitting there. <laughs> perched, yeah. Perched. Perched, yeah. I don't know whether he's perched with his tidy whities on. Or right. I, yeah. It's another image. Yep. So anyway. Tidy whitey. Yeah, I didn't. Um, and she was not, uh, Mo said that, uh, Mo believed that she would be dressed, you know, in a revealing and her bosom hanging out. And I said, that's not going to happen. No attorney is going to recommend that their client dress that way for an interview in 60 minutes. Mm-mm. You know, she's just, you know, buttoned up. Anyway. Damn it. I could have won a dollar from Mo. Easy. She was a betting man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what would you, what would, yeah, get out there and, 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 and reveal as much but as you can. That's I, not going to do you any good. I think she was thrown off because all the pictures the news outlets use are from like the AVN awards and yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, anyways, I think there's still more to uh, come forth when it comes to uh, that story. Now the president doesn't really have any, you know, much of a, a legal team because uh, n- number one, nobody wants to work with them as they as they term it, the white shoe. Legal firms in Washington don't want anything to do with him. The one that he picked off Fox News, he has a conflict of interest somewhere along the line. So he can't take he can't take a position as Trump's personal attorney. So what are you going to do? But that's his attorney for the Russia investigation, not necessarily the Stormy Daniels case. Right. Right. No, I thought. No. Mm? The one from Fox. Yeah, that was for the Russia investigation. Yeah, he can't, but he can't. Yeah, right. I don't even know who is representing him in the Russia investigation. Right. Well, His personal Ty attorney. Ty Cobb. Ty Cobb, which is a personal attorney, not yeah. a White House. Whatever. Yeah. He's in. He, he'll represent himself. That's always a good move. Let's see. What else did I do? Not much. Watch a lot of basketball. Watch that Denzel Washington movie. Uh, what was it? Uh, Roman J. Israel Esquire, something like that. Oh, yeah. That's pretty good. It went nowhere in the movie theater. I believe. Got no traction whatsoever. I believe he uh, Denzel was nominated for an Oscar for that for it best was performance. Good. It was a yeah. fairly de- it was better than I expected, mm-hmm. and I didn't expect it to be very good because it got no traction in the theater. But no buzz, no buzz about no, it. No, there was Jim. no buzz at all. But it was pretty good. Let's see what else do we have going on. Da, 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 da. 
And that's about it. Uh, the March for Our Lives, uh, that uh, I don't know how many that drew to downtown Orlando. I think they said five to 8,000. There were a lot. Oh, really? Was, did you go? I, heard, uh, I got th- stuck in the traffic. Did you? Mm-hmm. That's kind of like going pinky. Yeah, I was there. Anyway, uh, so we got that. All I right. heard people saying like 25,000. Really? For Orlando. I always wonder how you guesstimate these crowd sizes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> One, two, three, four. All right, we'll five, take a little break. When we come back, Mr. Pinkman and Mr. Fritz will have the news. And don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. Of course, it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Mo remains on vacation, so Mr. Pinkman and Mr. Fritz have the news. That's right, and the news today is brought to you by Fox 35, the news station for bigger, bolder, better news coverage. Watch Fox 35 News at 10 with Charles Billy and Luann Sorrell. That's right after your favorite Fox primetime show, only on Fox 35, the news station. Here's some news for you. President Donald Trump's personal lawyer, Michael Cohen, is challenging porn actress Stormy Daniels' unsubstantiated charge that someone tied to Trump threatened her with physical harm if she went public with her story about How would the he trust. know anything? Exactly. Ooh, good Ooh. point. Take that, Cohen. Uh, Daniels said well, in her 60 Minutes interview broadcast last night that a man approached her in a Las Vegas parking lot in 2011 when she was with her daughter and said, quote, that's a beautiful little girl. It'd be a shame if something happened to her mom. She said the man told her to leave Trump alone and forget the story. Uh, Michael Avenatti, her lawyer, acknowledged today that he has no direct evidence tying the threat to Trump or his lawyer. I know of I know of an Orlando businessman who uh, moved his operation to Las Vegas and was threatened. Really, by by Trump? By wise guys? Yeah. And not moved, Trump. And moved wise back. guys. Yeah, by yeah. however you want to, you know the. No, but Fritz said by Trump, no, and not then, by but Trump. you said yeah, but no, you were talking not, not to by him. Trump. No, yeah. by by mafia type or whatever you want. Like, hey, it would not be wise for you to set up your business out here. Exactly, and I think I think I think the word over the phone was that we know where your kids go to school, and uh, you know where your wife, uh, you know, goes shopping, and you know we don't want you here. And uh, that person left. Smart move, probably. I suppose. <laughs> I wouldn't stick around for that. Uh, Michael Avenatti uh, was holding back certain details of the alleged affair, but uh, he apparently has contents of a CD slash DVD that was he tweeted a picture of last week. Uh, he said it would make no sense for us to play our hand as to this issue, and we're not going to do it. I wasn't right now. that impressed with Cooper's questioning? Well, what did what did you want Anderson Cooper to ask Stormy Daniels that he did not? Well, I mean, what did this person look like? You know, did this person look like this and hold up a photograph of of Cohen? I mean, did he? (laughs) I mean, I mean, what did he look? Describe the describe the person. Can you describe the person? She said she would know him if he walked into into that room. Well, yeah, I just thought there were a couple of things that were missing. I, I was I was a tad bit disappointed. I suppose, like many of us, we were waiting for another shoe to drop when it comes to the Stormy Daniels story itself. But yeah. Eh. Ratings eh. giant. Yeah. Biggest Huge ratings. ratings for 60 minutes. In 10 years or so. Now, why do you think that years. is? Because people are dying to, to to see this president go down with another revelation from Stormy Daniels, or it's just, it's just this 
It's the porn star versus the embattled president. It's just the juiciest story around. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that, the latter. Maybe. There, because on the former point, I don't think that this really changes much. I think the the fact that the the legalities of the money being paid and whether it can be considered a, a, to come from a campaign is really the the biggest issue he's facing. Otherwise, it was consensual sex at the time. He cheated on his wife, but. As far as uh, the morality of this president, we knew long ago what who this president yeah, was. I don't think this is yeah. the person that takes him down. I think the person who takes him down will be the the one who was on 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 a print, on the Apprentice show who claimed she was groped and molested by him. But she came out with that before the election. But this goes to what, what I'm trying to say is if the New York judge has allowed that defamation. She's claiming defamation. Right. And it's the judge's rule it can go forward. And it's my understanding in discovery, meaning once you get in discovery, a lawyer can ask anything. You can it, Nothing is off the table. You could bring up Russians if you wanted to in discovery. You could probably bring Stormy Dan. There's a whole bunch of different ways. You know, you can go in discovery and, and bring people in for depositions and whatever. I think that's the case that will bring them down just based on my... Extensive knowledge of law. Habeas <laughs> corpus. One, one semester in law school. and <laughs> One semester for life. <laughs> Dot com. Dot com. Damn it. Am I right, Fritz? You are not wrong, nor Salman's trial is heating up, and now it has been revealed that the Pulse gunman's father was an FBI informant. The uh, gunman's... What? Yep. The gunman's father was a confidential informant for the FBI for more than a decade before the 2016 mass shooting, according to testimony and court documents. And my Uncle Blanky was a special agent with the FBI. You don't say. I didn't know that. Did no. he run CIs? I, I don't know. On, I don't uh, know what he did. What is CI? Confidential, Confidential informant. informant. Oh, nice. I Hello. Know. You're doing the story. Yeah. Come on. Well, maybe it says that in here. On uh, Monday, jurors in, <laughs> in Salmon's trial. Don't get nervous. <laughs> heard from FBI. I gotta go. Heard from FBI Special a uh, Agent Juvenal Martin, who oversaw the father um, as an informant after transferring to the FBI's Miami division. Wow. They also found mon money transfers going to Afghanistan and Turkey. Oh. Um, he was he made these transfers during the uh, during the period between March 16th and June 5th. A week the before father of the gunman or her father? The father. The father. The father of what father? The, the father gunman. of the Pulse gunman. Okay. The father of the gun. Yep. Had remember he was giving these long rambling interviews. Then yeah, he popped yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, right. I remember. In the uh, Hillary Clinton rally, they he was spotted in the crowd oh, behind, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. behind the stage. Crazy. Had had Salman's defense team known about those transfers, they would have quote investigated whether a tie existed between the father and his son, specifically whether the father was involved in or had foreknowledge of the pulse attack. What'd you say? A foreknowledge? Uh, for foreknowledge, yeah. Foreknowledge. Foreknowledge. Sounds legal, like legalese, doesn't it? It totally yes. does, doesn't it? A foreknowledge. So this would be relevant because if the government has claimed that she helped her husband concoct a cover story to tell his parents about oh. where he was going the night prior to the uh, early morning mass shooting, yeah. it could throw some things into question. Am I right? You're not wrong. Uh, there was a big turnout for March for Our Lives over the weekend. I know we talked a little bit about it earlier. Those marches were held on Saturday mm -hmm. all across the globe. Hundreds of thousands of people marched in Washington, D.C. 
uh, international marches took place in the UK, New Zealand, Japan, Sweden, among other nations. And even here in the United States, more than 800 marches took place. Now, NRA-backed groups are putting out what do you call a memes of Emma Gonzalez. Right. There was a photograph of her. Um, the original photograph had her. God, what was it? Hold on now, because I want to get this right. As an original photograph, and she's tearing something up. Oh, I think I know what you're What was she tearing up? And then they changed it to have her having her tear up the Constitution or the Second Amendment. Uh, she was she tearing up a target. Yeah. Right. And then they changed it. So then Rick Santorum, the former congressman, um, he said the students, the Parkland students, would be better off learning uh, CPR than marching. What a dick. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's a dick move. Yeah, you got to have a... got a message on my uh, phone that a uh, person I went to military school with has reached out, and I don't know whether I want to talk to this person. More on that later. Back to the news with uh, Mr. Pinkman and Mr. Fritz. All right. It's There's worth... something weird in his voice. I, you know, like he's looking for something. Uh-oh. Who, me or Fritz? No, the guy that left the message <laughs> oh. about military school. Oh, God. Come Are you on. nervous? A little bit, yeah. This is decades ago. What could he have on you? Did you bully him? No, we were pretty good friends, as a matter of fact. We were close friends. Oh, come on. You got to reach out. Does he know Chuck? No, nobody (laughs) knows Chuck. He doesn't know Chuck. Come on, Fritz. Hey, don't make... I'm I'm just asking a question, guys. Okay. You're asking the wrong questions Yeah, you just don't... Chuck is not to be trifled with. Maybe he just wants some information. Maybe he's doing his genealogy. I don't know. Maybe he's doing a documentary. I don't oh, know. Oh, maybe he's reliving some past trauma from those days. Or maybe both of you are the only two that know the location of a treasure that he needs help finding. Maybe. Come on. I'll, maybe I'll call him after work. You <laughs> <laughs> don't have to laugh about it. Yeah, I want some treasure. <laughs> you can get to the Nazi gold train, finally. <laughs> uh, today is National Nougat Day. There. Ooh, That's nougat. the food day today. Nougat. You know, have like a Snickers I'm bar. Never, I'm not even sure what that is. It's that weird fluffy Is it the thing. fluffy stuff? Like yeah. you'll find yeah. in the Three Musketeers? Yes. It's filling, Jim. You know what I had? And unfortunately, I have to admit, I had four of them. Go on. Some uh, ding-dongs. Ding-dongs are good. That's a good time. I haven't are... had them in years. The ones that look like a hockey puck. Oh, yeah. Oh, those right. are good. Okay. I'm a what fan. What do you think I was talking I was talking about a king-dong. <laughs> King Kong. King Kong ding oh, dong. Is, is it a King Dong? Uh, King Dong. King Dong. I'm scared to Google that. No, it's a Don King. I'm not afraid to Google anything. Let me uh, look it up. They have ho hos, which are the Swiss roll. Things. No, but you're right. It's King Dong. It's a King Dong. I don't know. It's what? not King Dong. Okay. I thought it was Dong. King Dong. Don. Like a ding dong. Don? No, Dong. With a G? Yes. Okay, I looked up King Don and King Dong. What is King <laughs> Safe hey, Safe search on. We have rules here at the station. <laughs> don't click certain any searches. Links. You, don't do, you, you yeah. click on something wrong and the chief engineer will come in and ask for your security badge. They also had a ring ding. And there was a ring ding ding dong conflict. <laughs> yeah, ding ring dong. Ring ding. Ring ding. That there's was a, it. something dong out there. There's a ding dong. Yeah, ding dong is ding dongs the, are the ones the that hostess. look like a hockey puck. Yes. Correct. All right. Is king, there a king dong? Yes, I think there's a ding okay. dong. Well, ring ding and a king don. Yeah, they no, were dons. I thought yeah. it was dong. No. Yeah, king don. They were just distributed by King Don, and then um, 
something happened. I don't know. Maybe they were bought out. But yeah, right. it's, okay. it's the hockey puck. All right. Sorry. So yeah, yeah, it is a hockey puck. And they were it's good. Nougat day. Yep. <laughs> they were called ding dongs. Then they became king dons. King dons. Then they were That's ding dongs again. Then king dons again. And then Drake's makes ring dings. Okay. Glad we worked that out. Away. I like the uh, cupcakes with the swirly icing on top. Yeah, what are those called? Cupcakes. Hostess cupcakes? Yes. <laughs> Except 7-Eleven has their own brand. I'm sure they're probably produced by the hostess people, but packaged as a 7-Eleven cupcake. It's the same damn thing. Does it taste the same? I didn't buy any. Oh. Sometimes you get them and they're just a little bit off, and you're like, mm, not as good as the real cupcakes. Um, anyway, let's do some news. Speaking of food... A, and this is one of the best headlines so far this year. A man in a bull onesie is accused of trying to burn down his ex-lover's house with spaghetti sauce. You are correct. That is the best headline ever. A man who tried to burn down his ex-boyfriend's house with a pot of boiling spaghetti sauce was arrested along with an accomplice in DeLand last week, according to Volusia County Sheriff's Office. Uh, one Derek Irving, 36 years of age, who had an intimate relationship with a 50-year-old homeowner, uh, on of the home on Evergreen Terrace, broke into the victim's house, took a flat-screen TV, a vacuum cleaner, an air conditioning unit, and a heater, all on March 13th, according to the arrest report. Um, he covered the security cameras in the home with a towel. Uh, when, de- when deputies arrived at the scene at about 7 a.m., they stopped Irving and his accomplice, Sylvia, who were trying to flee the scene in a red SUV. And uh, they ended up finding this smoldering pot of ragu on the stove with a rag nearby in an attempt to burn down this ex-lover's house. That's pretty damn stupid. <laughs> That's really <laughs> damn stupid. <laughs> What's supposed to happen here? So the, the ragu? Burn, uh, yeah, the burning ragu okay. was supposed to catch the, the, the rag or whatever on the stove, and that would ignite and then start a fire in the house. So I don't quite buy that. Hot tomato sauce can ignite a rag. Well, it's the flame off the burner. Or was it an electric stove, and that's why he had to heat the spaghetti sauce till it yep. started burning? You can say something about spaghetti sauce while we're at it. Okay. Mm. Spaghetti sauce is one of the easiest things you can make. You hear these old uh, tales from you know the the Italian, uh, you know, grandmas cooking the spaghetti, the gravy, you know, for hours on end. There's no reason to cook tomato sauce. Great tasting tomato sauce. If you can't make a great tasting tomato sauce in 30 minutes. Uh, you're missing the boat. Well, maybe that's why, like, for hours they've just been burning the as sauce. Matter, as a matter of fact, when I talked to uh, to Jim Colbert on Thursday, remind me to talk about tomato sauce. Is that is is Pomodoro sauce the same thing as tomato? I don't know. It's a type of tomato, tomato sauce. Tomato sauce is one of the easiest things to make. Good tasting tomato sauce. And you know that? Let it simmer for hours on end. As a matter of fact, it turns it more acidic. Slice the garlic thin is what I've heard. From you saw that from a movie. Goodfellas. Yes. Am I right? Dirty, right. Uh, uh, Jim Colbert with Primetime Kitchen had a great segment on tomato sauce, making tomato sauce. And uh, the guy who he was talking to was right on target. You just, it, it, it's, you're not to cook it forever. You just don't do it. Garlic, basil, tomato, you make sauce. Yeah, Bobby pretty much. Bobby Maybe a little bit of wine, a little bit of sugar, not sugar, then you could put uh, carrot in there to sweeten it up. And uh, boom. And you get a can of crushed tomatoes, you're ready to go. Can I'm you, telling you. Can you hand crush them? Or yeah. do you... Well, you can take regular tomatoes and put them in a tomato sieve or whatever they call it. Or you can buy a you know a, a can of Greenwise organic 
tomatoes, crushed tomatoes at the supermarket. That's awesome. Yeah, That's all rich. you need. Well, I'm going to make some sauce tonight. How you doing? The Federal Trade Commission is now investigating Facebook's privacy practices following a week of privacy scandals and, you know, the Trump-affiliated political consulting firm, Cambridge Analytica, that inappropriately uh, got data from millions of Facebook users. And now Facebook's stock, which already took a big hit last week, plunged as a result. So the FTC's uh, Bureau of Consumer Protection is looking into whether the company engaged in unfair acts that caused substantial injury to consumers. My wife says, don't delete Facebook before I get the photos. Wait, I don't like the way that sounds. That sounded like there's there's inappropriate photos, and there's not. Says you. That's Phillips with one eye, L. Yeah. One eye and one L. Oh, wait. Oh, one eye? Really? Phillips. Phelps. (laughs) Phelps. <laughs> that my, was just me butt chugging in college days. That's there are my fine. photos of me restoring a Maytag washing machine engine. Isn't that exciting? Ooh, salacious. I'm telling you. That is kind of cool. Um, Facebook, though, is facing questions over uh, reports that it's collected years of contact names, telephone numbers, call links, information about text messages, etc. from Android users. So they are in a lot of hot water. Well, they wanted to sell themselves as being so pure and innocent. All they're doing is it's da- data gathering is what they is what they're in the business of. Correct, but they've always been in that business. Yeah, but we never knew kind of quite it, understood the we extent en- of it. We enjoyed a correct. self-imposed ignorance. Correct, a, a, a ignorance to this. We clicked on every user agreement. Correct. We allowed them. You put the app on the phone when you accept the policies. It allows them to do a lot of tracking of your information. Well, and I it's don't not like just it. Facebook. It's every app you have on your phone. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, you know, Facebook says all of this data allows them to create a better end user experience. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. As, as... Yeah, why don't you just... <laughs> me off a little bit more, okay? All right? Easy. You know, oh you know what God. I'm saying? Come on. <laughs> Am I right, Pinky? Yeah, I wanted you to say this is a way for us to gather just, uh, you know, a boatload of information and sell it and make billions and billions of dollars. Yep. Thank you. Social security number. All right. So you can post a photograph of what you had for dinner tonight. Exactly. No biggie. Those were good raviolis. Thank you, Fritz. A couple is suing Walt Disney Parks and Resorts saying a rat bit a man when he grabbed it off his wife's wheelchair, according to court documents. Uh, Galen Haldeman... And his wife, Carol, who rode in a wheelchair, exited the Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin in Tomorrowland when they say a large rat ran into the merchandise store near the ride. Yeah, okay. Somebody yelled, quote, rat! (laughs) And someone said, no, that's Mickey. Yeah, Yeah. No, it's Ratatouille. Take his gloves off. And then kicked the animal, the lawsuit said. The animal jumped onto the wheel of the wheelchair and then... As stated in the lawsuit, just as the rat was about to bite into Carol's arm, Galen grabbed the rat and yanked it off the chair. As he did so, the rat bit into one of Galen's fingers. Galen had to twist the rat's neck, and the rat fell to the floor where someone threw an empty plastic container over it. And then what happened? Feed your rats. Then they alleged that a Disney employee hurried over, urging visitors not to photograph the animal, and took the rat away. Uh, the you loss. Don't take it. He's camera shy. <laughs> Leave him alone. Yeah, that's the, don't touch the that's talent. That's a great way to, 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 keep, to prevent people from taking a photograph to say, don't take a photograph. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Look over there. Uh, the lawsuit. It's says, an animatronic. 
The lawsuit says Disney violated its duty to keep its park clean and safe by allowing conditions to get to the point where rats were inhabiting the park and were even bold enough to come out openly among people. Was this the Magic Kingdom? Yes. I can't remember how many years ago. How many years it's been since I've been in the Magic Kingdom. I mean, they're in the middle of, like, kind of some swampy land. So, oh, yeah. And we're in Florida. There are wild animals here. What are you talking about? <clears throat> I'm saying, like, that area, it's a lot of rural areas kind of surrounding where the parks are. What are you talking about? I don't you know. You probably got more rats running around where you live than at, oh, at no, Disney. I, I know that is true for a fact. <laughs> I've seen them. I've got a lot of bats, too. Good, good oh, yeah. Keeping bats mosquitoes and rats. Away. Rats and bats. Bats uh, are great. The couple is suing for more than $15,000 after Galen Haldeman attributed ensuing medical expenses, physical handicap, disfigurement, mental anguish, and other problems to the incident. Yeah, I, I might be a little traumatized by that. I don't know. I guess. It's I true. I don't know how big of a disfigurement you get from a rat biting the tip of your finger. But well, if it got infected. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know all the particulars. Am I right, Fritz? You I don't know whether I have the, the nerve to even... Move it. The rat? Yeah, I mean, you know, oh, yeah. No. it's on your wheelchair, not mine. Because y- you just go through all of these nightmare like situations where, well, what if I kick it and it runs up my pant leg? You know, like <laughs> nonsensical. This rat could do some, uh, you know. How big a rat? Or is it like a, a grove mouse? Or, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm thinking of a rat. I'm thinking of those big Norwegian wharf rats, those big oily things that are about oh, as yeah. big as a Pomeranian. Yep. Bullet, bulletproof skin. I mean, you know, they're but and then they're grove rats, and they're only they're not very big. Yeah, there's no way it was like a New York City subway rat or anything. A big old greasy thing like the one that was oh. pulling on that slice of pizza. Pizza rat. Right. Oh, yeah. Pizza rat. Yeah. I was gonna say those those things are so large they can order a pizza, <laughs> a large pizza, and then take it home with them. Uh, there is a new inflatable water park that has opened in Central Florida. It's called the Orlando Water Sports Complex. Uh, it opened on Saturday. It's this, it, it floats on the entire surface of a lake. Uh, ju- so just in time for spring and summer, the Aqua Park features climbing areas, slides, monkey bars, and more. And it's located off the beach line on Florida Rock Road. Uh, it looks pretty cool. I'm going to post the video to our uh, Facebook page. Or maybe not Facebook. Real Radio. But maybe, FM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe just Real Radio.fm. Um, would you, so this. Floats on the water, okay. so there's an idea that you could also have something like this in the ocean, right? Would you ever go to a floating aqua park? Why not? Well, I mean, it kind of seems like it could be dangerous. Why? What's dangerous Why are you about scared, it? bro? Well, I don't you know. Fall yeah. into a shark's mouth? Yeah, scared like alligators baby. or piranhas or sharks. In the what? ocean? In the ocean. Eels, too. Electric eels. I, I don't know of any alligators in the ocean. Crocodiles. Well, Sometimes. Maybe, Okay. It just seems scary that you're flo- it's like water world you're floating Yeah but when you if it was in a lake wouldn't you have more chance of amoeba. falling into a an alligator's mouth than in the ocean or like amoebas or One anything? of Fritz's the friends amoebas. told yeah. a story of a crocodile jumping out of the ocean back in World War 1 What? I think that's why he's scared. It was a cryptid. Don't listen to him. <laughs> anyway, the But tell me more. It, I've never heard this story. It's, it's called the, the U-28 creature. Um, it was an animal that surfaced from the sinking of a, of a merchant ship. Yeah, okay. After around you know 10 minutes, this large crocodilian-type animal right. rose up from, from the depths, and, uh, and it was spotted. The oh, entire was the ship sunk? 
the ship that sunk was destroyed. What by a, like a, uh, a torpedo? German? Okay, yeah. gotcha. And then this large animal came up called the U twenty eight, which was what they named it because of the boat. And every German that was on that boat gave the exact same story to their commanding officer. Everyone saw it. Okay, I mean, the, the submarine was on the surface, or everybody got a peek through the periscope? They were going to the surface to see if any cargo floated to the top. Yeah, gotcha. And that's when they all saw it. It's called the U-28 Sea Creature. Back in 1915. That is correct. Wow. Yep. The year of our Lord. Never heard that one. Yeah, that's a crazy story. <laughs> it is a crazy story. Am I right? You're not wrong, Fritz. Uh, we'll probably leave you with this. Before the birthdays, Orlando Pride are leading the NWSL in attendance. During their opening weekend this past weekend. Oh, yes. Yeah, great opening. Good for them. Oh, yeah. The Pride drew in an announced crowd of 9,017 during its one to one draw against the Utah Royals on Saturday night at Orlando City Stadium. Uh, the Portland Thorns, who led the league in attendance last season yeah. with an announced average of 17,653 wow. last season, opened on the road and won't host a game until Orlando visits Portland on April 15th. So we'll see how big that number is. So, uh, yeah, go Pride. Good game. Go Pride. Yeah, all you need is a can of crushed tomatoes, maybe a half an onion, put that in the pot, a little bit of wine. And then you've got a little a bit of sugar, some uh, basil, a little bit of uh, crushed oregano. <laughs> Boom, yeah. you're ready to go. You got, don't, yeah. don't you add sugar because of the um, acidity? You, you can add a little sugar, but if you don't add sugar, use uh, just fresh carrots. Yes, nice. carrots. That sounds healthier. I don't know if I like it. What? A healthier option. Feel like I'd rather have the sugar in it. He thinks healthy means tasteless. Yeah. Okay. Just <laughs> yeah. Most of the time, you want to do some birthdays. Yeah, Thirty minutes. Boom. You got uh, you got spaghetti sauce. You got uh, yeah. You got tomato sauce. Uh, yeah. Birthdays. Let's do it. All right. Let's start off with uh, James Con, Sonny and the Godfather. Uh, he was an elf. Seventy six. Uh, is it my turn? I will say seventy three. Mm, no, seventy four. Should have gone up 78 today. James I know, but Conner. that's not my game. Yeah, well, Fritz ruins it for you. I know he does. Uh, Diana Ross. The Jim. Singer. Diana Ross. 77. Supreme guest. Seven, uh, uh, se- 70, 80. What? Ooh, 80. 70, 80. It's, and, not, it's not 70, 80. It's 80. 77 and 80. 78. Should have gone lower, 74. Oh, Damn, please. It. And... From Aerosmith, the front man, Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler, believe it or not, is now 69. Oh, older. Probably. Fritz, he's 68. <laughs> More. Older. 68. <laughs> 70. <laughs> On the money, 70. <laughs> you could have taken you it, Fritz. What a dope. You blew it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Man. I love Aerosmith, too, man. Always have. Always will. <laughs> I'll take uh, it. We did the news. You listened to it. Thanks, and stay tuned for more stuff. All right, right. Good job, guys. <laughs> right around the corner, a bonus round of Closest to the Pin, your opportunity to win good fortune for the rest of your life next on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From... 
And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Yeah, Bob's online for this bonus round of Closest to the Pin because Fritz is here. It will be Fritz against Mr. Pinkman. Bob will uh, choose either one of them to win. And if he chooses correctly, Bob will receive that You Matter business card that guarantees him good fortune for the rest of his life. Of course, Bob, if he chooses incorrectly, he will face bad luck for at least 24 hours. So let's see what Bob wants to do here. Bob, who do you want to go with uh, to win this bonus round? Uh, Mr. Pinkman or Fritz? You going with Pinkman? Pinkman. All right, going with Pinkman. All right, who goes to the soundproof booth first? Pinkman. Uh, Pinkman, yeah. Okay. Because he was selected. It's whoever the caller selects. Yeah, okay. They go out in the hallway. And since it's usually Pinkman and he hates having to get up, we came up with the rule that it would be the person the caller selects. All right, Mr. Uh, Fritz, I have 10 questions for you, okay? Sounds good. All right, just answer to the best of your ability, Jacket Fuel. Countdown to keep score for I will do both, yep. and we begin in three, two, one, go. Fritz, everyone is talking about the Stormy Daniels interview, so how old is CNN's Anderson Cooper? He is 42. Actor Chris Cooper was in the movie American Beauty with Kevin Spacey and released in what year? 1999. How old is actor Bradley Cooper? Bradley Cooper is 36. The Mini Cooper car has been produced by BMW since what year? 1972. Mini-Me is a character in two of the three Austin Powers movies. The movie Austin Powers Goldmember was released in what year? 2002. The James Bond book Goldfinger was published in what year? Uh, 1951. As of 1030 this morning at goldprice.org, what was the spot price for one ounce of gold? Oh, God, $1,000. The original The Price is Right game show debuted on NBC in what year? The Price is Right, 1961. The movie called The Right Stuff about America's early astronaut program was released in what year? 1998. Listen closely. Get it within 25. You went outright. Listen closely. If my Uncle Blanky was a crow at the bottom of the vehicle assembly building at the Cape, he would have to fly how many feet to reach the top? That would be 372 feet. Time. All right. There you go. Uh, I think that might be my favorite one yet. Okay. Come on in, Mr. Uh, Pinkman. All right. You got all the answers there, Jack? Yes, I do. There's... Do we have... We don't have a handicap, right? No. Uh, Yes. A handicap with... What? It's like a 20-second handicap. What? No, uh, no handicap when you compete against Fritz. Oh, thank you. Damn it. I have 10 <laughs> questions for you. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Countdown for Mr. Pinkman, please. In three, two, one, begin. Mr. Pinkman, everyone is talking about the Stormy Daniels interview. So how old is CNN's Anderson Cooper? Uh, 42. Actor Chris Cooper was in the movie American Beauty with Kevin Spacey and released in what year? 1990. How old is actor Bradley Cooper? He is 45. The Mini Cooper car has been produced by BMW since what year? 
1978. Minnie Me is a character in two of the three Austin Powers movies. The movie Austin Powers Goldmember released in what year? 2004. The James Bond book Goldfinger was published in what year? 1951. As of 1030 this morning at goldprice.org, what was the spot price for one ounce of gold? Uh, $132. The original The Price is Right game show debuted on NBC in what year? Uh, that would have been 1963. The movie called The Right Stuff about America's early astronaut program was released in what year? Uh, 84. Get it, uh, listen closely, very closely. Get it within 25 and win outright. Listen closely. If my Uncle Blanky was a crow <laughs> at the bottom of the vehicle assembly building at the Cape, he would have to fly how many feet to reach the top? 675. Time! Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. All right, let's score this game. Ah! I'm how nervous. about a three-second handicap? How old is CNN's Anderson Cooper? Fritz said. Jim, they both said 42. He's 50. Oh. I knew it. Chris Cooper in the movie American Beauty with Kevin Spacey. Good movie. Released in what year? Uh, Fritz said 1999. Pinkman said 1990. Right on the money. 1999. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, double points. <laughs> Damn it. 1999. How old is actor Bradley Cooper? Fritz said 36. Oh, Pinkman boy. said 45. 43. Pinkman gets the Mini a point. Cooper, produced by BMW since what year, Fritz said? 72. Pinkman said 78. 2000. Oh, yeah. Pink the movie Man Austin Tyson. Powers Goldmember released in what year? Fritz said 2002. Fritz uh, Pinkman said 2004. Right on the money. 2002. Damn it. Oh, it is five to three. Fritz leads. The James Bond book, Goldfinger, published in what year? Jim, they both said 1951. 1959. Damn you, Fritz. As of 1030 this morning, what was the spot price for one ounce of gold? Fritz said $1,000. Pinkman said $132. Yeah, messed up. $1,030 was $1,354.93. Two point lead for Fritz. Mm. The Price is Right, the original The Price is Right game show debuted on NBC in what year? Uh, 61 for Fritz, and Pinkman said 63. 1956. Oh, Fritz is running away with it now. Bill Cullen, I believe, was the host. Wow. He to be married to Betty White. No, well, Alan what? Ludden was. Married to Betty White. That's right. Mm-hmm. Who did you say? Bill Cullen. I said Bill Cullen. He might have been the host, but it was... I don't remember who the host was, yeah. but I got him confused. That's all that matters. Indeed. The movie called The Right Stuff about America's early astronaut program released in what year, Fritz said? 1998. Pinkman. 1984. Right on the money. 1984. Oh, <laughs> oh he's a contender <laughs> and he's that, back Fritz. in it. That's six total points there. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's Fritz leading eight to six, and we come down to this. Oh, Get it within twenty-five. You went outright. If my uncle Blanky was a crow at the bottom of the vehicle assembly building at the <laughs> Cape, he would have to fly how many feet to reach the top? They're all Fritz atmosphere said. in there, Jim. Yeah, three hundred seventy-two feet. Three seventy-two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pinkman, six hundred seventy-five feet. You got to do the math, Jack. I will. The answer: five hundred twenty-six feet. Twenty-six feet. That means. Pinkman's closer, and he gets a point. He's not close enough to win outright, and that means the final score to the game, Fritz with eight, Pinkman with seven. <laughs> Whatever. We've got three Damn. more days this week. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, Fritz. Thank I'm you. sorry, Bob. No win for you. Bad luck for you for 24 hours. Oh, boo. Thanks for playing that bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, wow. close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, 
and closest to the pin. pin yeah, that may pin. very well have been the best crow question ever. Yes. I agree. I like it. And the only reason is because of question number nine on the right stuff. Mm-hmm. I also like the change up with the vertical distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's tricky. You're tricky. Suck it. You won. Every once in a while, you know, right, Fritz is right. like very congenial, very nice, and every once in a while he just snaps and turns on. You him. don't know. I've seen him shadow boxing in the hallway. <laughs> that, that is true. Were you a boxer? No, God, no. These cheekbones? No, they would crumble like confetti. Now, Jim, some you got to pe- protect yourself, man. You got to have your gloves up. I do that, and then I can't see him, and I get knocked unconscious. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I mean, you still whatever. <laughs> hey, who's the who's the young Phil Collins lying spread out on the floor? <laughs> oh my God, Phil Collins got knocked out. <laughs> Looks a little like Vladimir Putin. Oh, his career's over. <laughs> He's really packed on a lot of weight. That's not Phil Collins, it's Vladimir. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. They're just a tiger wrestler. <laughs> if they asked me to uh, ever portray a young Putin, I don't think I could because I'd have to shave, right? He's always clean cut. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I you could. You could shave. I mean, I can. I know how, but I wouldn't. Are you sure you know how? I do. You do shave, though, don't you? Yeah, up top and down here, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean. I can shave. I know how to, Jim. Okay. Let's check. You know, I've never seen Fritz with a mustache. I don't think he can grow one. I don't know if I can. It comes in super thin, and then also I don't like mustaches, so I've never <gasps> fantasized about having one. Jim? Yes? What? I've downloaded my personal information from Facebook. Same. So really? So you can do that now. You can you go into your settings and download what they have, and it was a 500-megabyte file, zip file, and I just clicked on the first thing I clicked on shows what'd you do? Downloaded my information from Facebook. So you, what does it show? Well, I'm going through the. I just started perusing through this file, but one is every Facebook Messenger message conversation I had. Right. You know, there's copies of all that, as you would expect. So I just started. Ooh, photos. Let's click on that. Uh oh. Oh, maybe you got some of those photos from uh, from Jamaica that you never showed the rest of us. Ooh. Think I put those on Facebook? Oh, look at that yeah, one. Well, maybe there's some. I don't... Oh, look at a baby face sea lady. Wow. That one, yeah. Why are you wearing a tux? That was a night of face the file. Good times. <laughs> so it's one way to get all your information in one fell swoop. I guess. Oh, I had Zuckerberg. Put I... a suit on. He doesn't believe in suits. Oh yeah, that's that old. Yeah, you know, give, give me a break. Come on, you know you're not a teenager anymore for crying out loud. What are you, twenty <laughs> three? <laughs> They're restricting on, to his creativity. Oh yeah, right. That and shoes. I can't. I can't be bothered to wear shoes. I need my toes to breathe. Exactly. I gotta have my hoodie, man. I gotta connect with the, uh, you know, gotta my feel, generation. Gotta feel safe. If I put a suit on. My generation won't have any faith in me anymore. Get it? Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Although I reckon if I was a billionaire, I probably wouldn't wear a suit either. Oh, same. Are you, yeah. Now, you know something? 
if you were a billionaire and you could afford a three, four, five thousand dollar suit, and you put on a custom made bespoke, oh. as they say, suit, you'd say, "Give me ten more of those." Exactly. Yeah, you're probably right. Have to have like silk lining or something, though. I don't know what kind of lining you'd have, but be sweet though. Fit like a glove. You look like a million bucks. Yeah. And bespoke suits are so cool. So expensive though. Yeah, you'll never be able to afford one. I, not you with that know. attitude. You never know. <laughs> Jerk. Whatever, bro. Two I'm, of you. They're fighting. I'm reliving, reliving my life on Facebook. Your youth. These I just have to decide files. whether I want to call this guy back from uh, military school. I haven't talked to him in... How many years? 16. Since you were a teenager. Wait a minute. Half a century. Two... That would be carry that one over. Wait a minute. Um, He's got it. Yeah. 40? Over 50. 40 years? 50 years? Yeah. Yeah, 50. Yeah. But his voice was kind of weird. It was just like, I, you know. How did he get in touch with you? Oh, everybody knows who I am now. (laughs) (laughs) Call him up on air. (laughs) I mean, you never know. There might be a network. I mean, there might be a couple of people know, and then there's a network I would imagine that people went to that school. I mean, the school's not there anymore. It's now, they they leveled everything and put in condos. And 50 years after you went to a military academy, and this was what, in lieu of high school or middle school? Yeah, it's high school. High school? Okay. it's high school. So. uh, Terrible experience. 50 years beyond, a former classmate reaches out to you and would like to connect. It wasn't a terrible experience. The uh, The education was miserable, but the friendships were pretty good until you graduated. Then you didn't, then you didn't keep in touch with anyone. And this yeah, was, likewise. was this during Vietnam? Uh, the beginning of when it, re- the beginning of the beginning, the beginning oh, of okay. when people were like, yeah, what's going on over there? Yeah. All right. So I don't know how many of them. And did he call you on the phone? Yeah, I left a message on my phone. How did he get that? Number? I have no idea. Yeah, that's weird. Is this Mark Zuckerberg? Because I went to the website, you know, where you could leave comments and, you know, finally found one and said, yeah, my name is blah, blah, blah. And I went to, you know, that military school in this year. and But I didn't leave a, a telephone number. I didn't leave an email address or anything. That's so. odd. Now I want to know what this guy. Yeah, you should talk to. Him. Maybe he's going to have a reunion you. or something. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to extort money from you. Maybe there's he oh. doesn't have anything on or me. Maybe like he, he outranked me. Maybe the, <laughs> he did. He outranked <laughs> me. He outranked me. Maybe he was assaulted, sexually assaulted, and he's looking for witnesses. There is no sexual assault, <laughs> or <laughs> he's a, a Nigerian prince now. I'm sorry. Well, there might have been, and you know, there might have been a couple of you know <laughs> jerks, but I don't I do. know. Yeah, it's in the, the corner, Phillips. Yeah. Fo- well, come on. A boy's got to do what a boy's got to do. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound. The thrill of victory. Ask not what your country can do for you. And the agony of defeat. God bless you, Dr. People. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Good bounce back today on the stock market following lastly, uh, last week's uh, losses. Ooh. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Well, I this, this weekend, Jim, I took your advice, did not check my 401k. And uh, hoping for that recovery. Dow up 669 as we speak. 
Um, and this weekend, I didn't do much, but there was a lot going on mm-hmm. uh, with the March for Our Lives in Washington and Orlando and cities all around. Um, I watched, I caught a lot of that on the news. Here's a, a little clip from uh, Cameron Kasky, one of the speakers. To the leaders, skeptics, and cynics who told us to sit down and say, stay silent, wait your turn. Welcome to the revolution. Something interesting about uh, that one line because it was another, it was a line I saw on Facebook and I was about to respond and it's just, I, I've stopped engaging on political topics on Facebook. Right. Um, Why? For Why over bother? a year. Yeah, it, it, it was really a, a futile experiment. Uh, but the uh, but someone wrote, uh, talking about these kids and it's like, they should shut up and sit down. Well, guess what? They're the ones that were shot at. Yeah, but it's, you know, because you don't agree with a stance on the, their stance on the Second Amendment, you don't think they should exercise the First Amendment. Good point. You know, so it's, uh, I I thought a little. Did you respond? No, I chose not to. It doesn't. I thought about it. You're not changing anybody's mind. No, and, you know, and. Some people just want to kind of believe what I they tweet, believe. I tweet yeah. things out if people like it, you know, mm-hmm. you know, get some likes, and that's about as as far as I go. Um, so it went beyond our borders of the United States. There were demonstrations in London. I think what the students have done uh, from Bartland uh, School has been amazing. They've come together at a very difficult time and raised their voices and really taken control and changed the narrative around gun control in the USA. Uh, it is interesting because I saw um, one interview with one of the fathers. He was the father that you saw uh, was in the, the discussion with President Trump days uh-huh. after the shooting. Uh, he was also standing by uh, Rick Scott's side when he was signing the bill. The that, one with the New Jersey accent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like, he, he chose not to go to the march. He, he said, you know, he thinks gun control is, is too much to hope for. He goes, he, like, I've seen how these things work. I think... Uh, we should bet more focus. He thinks the focus should be on securing, securing schools. Yeah, right. And I think one of the things that is making this work for the students maybe is that fresh outlook, that naivete to believe that, hey, we can do this because that dad is saying, I know how this works. Therefore, I'm going to, instead of this, I am going to go for something different. Like, trying to take a practical approach where these kids are saying, well, I'm that how it has worked in the past is not going to dictate how we behave right now, which I think is the thing. One of the things that's working for them. It's just whether you want to call it, uh, you know, blissful ignorance or naivete or just the fact that they quote, don't know better, but they, they are just charging ahead and saying, this is the change we want to see in the world, and regardless of what you failed to do in the past, we are not stopping. Well, one is a movement in the making, and these types of things, uh, you know, I mean, the Vietnam uh, demonstrations took how many years? Uh, the civil rights marches took how many years be- before they, you know, before they concluded with, with some advances being made? In his particular case, he's saying this is something we could do right now, more security, putting more... Law enforcement officers on campus, but you got to pay for that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to the taxpayers and say, "We want to raise your taxes to put more cops on campuses." I'm telling you right now, most people would be upset. Most people will call city hall and say, "I don't want you to raise my taxes." They'd rather see, you know, kids put in a more preca- a precarious position. I believe. 
The uh, that the same young speaker, Cameron Caskey, the next day he was on Fox News, and uh, I, I guess these uh, well, uh, obviously these kids have realized where the power comes from is when you are able to get a group of people mm-hmm. and kind of move the needle in a in a direction where people in power pay attention to, and that is with the vote. So mm-hmm. a lot of the message turned to you know come November. Uh, you know, we're watching you and this is how we are going to decide to vote. And that was one of the messages that was being delivered on Fox News Sunday by Parkland, Florida school shooting survivor Cameron Caskey. So many people came and registered to vote. So many people discussed voting. And if you look at the voter turnout for our age, it's embarrassing. So the fact that this movement has so many people realizing that it's important to get out to the polls is what I think is one of the best things. Yeah, and these kids are are better connected through various social media platforms now, than when I was, you know, a college student or a little bit young. We didn't have any of this kind of stuff. Uh, they're much better connected to a certain degree. They're much more advanced than than their than their years put on, um, whether by circumstance or maybe we push them into adulthood a lot earlier uh, than than we once did or or should. But there's no question about it. They're better connected. And can spread their their message a lot better. When he says vote, voting turnout, does he mean like eighteen to twenty five year olds? Yeah, probably. And I think you're when you're seventeen, yes. you can res- register, can't you? I th- if you're going to be eighteen yes. by the know. time oh, election day yes. comes along, yes. you can register. You can. Yes. But history will show that the young, a younger demographic is is the worst when it comes to voter turnout. Mm-hmm. And then you talk about midterm elections, but these midterm elections this fall are a lot different than in years past. It's it'll be interesting to see how this how this washes out somehow. Uh, a lot of people rely you talk about getting people together and one of the uh the the new town square is Facebook, social media uh-huh. and how that has played into our in our previous elections, how it will be a factor in upcoming elections and how these kids use social media all a factor. Um, obviously in the news for the revelation, I, I, I don't even think it's a data breach. It's the revelation that a, a, a firm, a, a, um, Cambridge Analytica, was using the personal data of not only users of Facebook, but their contacts, which I believe was a kind of a, an eye-opener to many. Yeah, they manipulated mm-hmm. the reasons why they wanted the, the data. I, it wasn't a breach. Mm-hmm. Um, so... The, uh, you know, uh, Mark Warner, Senator Mark Warner, Virginia Senator, mm-hmm. uh, was on Meet the Press Sunday and, and talking about, you know, the the role that, that Facebook plays and, and Mark Zuckerberg, because it seems like a lot of these social media sites say, look what we created. Look, everyone can talk now, but without the responsibility for when it's used in a negative fashion. You know, they, they, they want to reap the rewards of having the data of these people being able to sell and mine this data, yet when it comes to the responsibility of making sure these things aren't used in a nefarious way, then it's like, oh, well, you know, we have to work on this, and how how much should they be answerable to these problems? And here is Mark Warner on that topic about Zuckerberg. These social media platform companies have said they have no responsibility for any of the content. I think we have to relook at that. I think in many ways for media companies. I think we have to relook at the fact that if if you move from one company to another, maybe you should be able to move all your data. They will be regulated by the government like a utility. Well, 
He is not only he mentions regulation in this next clip, but uh, uh, another well-known uh, person in this industry was talking about needed regulation. There are solutions, and what I invite Mr. Zuckerberg and others is, come help work with us. Congress is not always at the best in terms of cutting-edge technology. They need to work with us so we try to get it right. They want to be regulated. Yeah, well, and I believe it was uh, uh, Apple CEO Tim Cook today uh, uh, saying that some regulation is needed. Yeah, it makes their life easier because these things get out of control. These organizations and these systems get so huge and so much information is being you know, received or retrieved that they can't even control all of it. They'd rather have regulations. So if there's some screw up, they can say, well, you know, the government has a hand in this as well. All right, Jim, that was uh, Saturday. That was Sunday morning. And then we get to Sunday evening. What? (laughs) All eyes were on the storm, the brewing storm, stormy Daniels. On his. Thunder sound effects. Oh, cool. Okay, here she is, Stormy Daniels, last night's interview on 60 Minutes with Anderson Cooper, uh, talking about her uh, her uh, claims of an affair with President Trump. Is part of talking w- wanting to set the record straight? 100%. Why does the record need to be set straight? Um, because people are just saying whatever they wanted to say about me. I was perfectly fine saying nothing at all. But I'm not okay with being made out to be a liar or people thinking that I did this for money and people are like, oh, you're an opportunist, you're taking advantage of this. Yes, I'm getting more job offers now, but tell me one person who would turn down a job offer making more than they've been making, doing the same thing that they've always done. She's a tough cookie. Yeah, and this is what, a a 12-year-old incident, I guess, uh, you know, two encounters. It was only two encounters with President Trump, one, you know, that, you know, led to the... Or maybe three encounters, but one uh, sexual encounter and then, you know, uh, a four-hour meeting at a later date. I think Watching people might have been expecting some uh, some dumbass blonde bimbo, and she is, she is not that. You can argue one way or the other about, you know, her chosen profession. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a profession chosen by an adult with other consenting adults. I mean, you can talk about the industry itself and blah, blah, blah. But in her particular case, this is something that she chose to... You know, put food on the table, and, you know, other than that, everybody ought to mind their own business, I suppose. I guess the question is, because, you know, she signed this NDA and then uh, signed statements saying that it didn't happen, and now has said, well, you know, I was scared at the time, so the president is saying, look, she's been inconsistent, so why are you going to listen to her now? Um, But this is... like he hasn't been. This is the moment (laughs) where I knew she was speaking the truth. Got him. You, you are special. You remind me of my daughter. You know, uh, he's like, you're smart, beautiful, and a woman to be reckoned with. I like you. I like you. What is this? What is this thing he did? Didn't he he do it? uh, Didn't he refer to his his daughter? Was it with Howard? Referred to his daughter as... Well, the other uh, playmate also said that he... No, 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 no. Yeah, no, but no. also, no, I, I think it was on The View. I think it was on The View. He said, what's your type of woman? You know, someone like my daughter. Yeah, but then yeah. I think when Howard once yeah. he referred to his to his daughter, Ivanka, mm-hmm. as a piece of ass. Yeah. And it's like, come on, dude. Creepy, creepy knock, dad. Come on, knock that creepy. off. And how do you feel if you're, you know, the uh, Ivanka and, and you're hearing Stormy Daniels you know, explaining how he dropped his pants and she spanked him with a copy of uh, of Newsweek. Yeah. Come on, man. 
Dad, don't say that about me. What you do, honey? You've got a great piece of ass. No, that's what? not the problem. You can't get spanked with something better than a copy of Newsweek. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, dude. That's what had his picture on it. That was the magazine with his picture on it. Yeah, and then he's yeah. they're watching Shark Week or something. Yeah. He says he wants to kill all the sharks, and it's like, <laughs> this kid is a madman. <laughs> Let's kill all the sharks. Tremendous. I'm afraid of sharks. Anyway, the, the, really the two takeaways from the, uh, from the interview. One is... Uh, the money she was paid off with, the, the lawyer says it was his personal money. However, there if it benefits a candidate two weeks before an election, there could be a connection saying that Hello. it was, yeah, yeah, you know, so it Come was on. campaign funds and, you know. And no lawyer. I've never heard of a lawyer saying, well, I'm just going to take my own money. I'll take out a loan or whatever and pay off. the Lawyers yeah. don't do that. Mm-mm. I'm just going to do no. it for him without Lawy- him knowing about lawyers it. Lawyers bill you. Yeah. <laughs> Take it from me. That's what they do. Well, that was that was the one thing that can be considered illegal, a possible illegal activity. The other one right. was the threat. Now, the, the there is a uh, she claims of being threatened, and uh, in her words, I was in a parking lot going to a fitness class with my infant daughter. I was taking you know the seats facing backwards in the back seat, diaper bag, you know, getting all the stuff out. And a guy walked up on me and said to me, leave Trump alone, forget the story. And then he leaned around and looked at my daughter and said, it's a beautiful little girl. It'd be a shame if something happened to her mom. And then he was gone. You took it as a direct threat? Absolutely. I was rattled. I remember going into the workout class and my hands were shaking so much I was afraid I was going to drop her. So, well, that wouldn't have been good. No, that wouldn't have been good. But, uh, you know, obviously, the uh, Trump's attorney saying he's no knowledge of who this person is. And what do you expect him to say? If he's the kind of guy to hire someone to threaten her, then he's going <laughs> to distance himself from it. And if he didn't do it, he's going to distance himself from it. So, you know, there you have it with that. Without any way to uh, prove that, she claims she was threatened. Uh, to remain silent she has chosen not to and i guess still now faces uh legal action for violating a non-disclosure agreement well then if you you know if that suit goes forward aren't you essentially admitting that whatever she said was true which i think is why they are trying to i think that's her play she can do this if they sue her then say see i was right about it do you think anybody really cares no Mm. No, <laughs> you think most people say, you know, this doesn't, this doesn't surprise us. I mean, after a year, if it was right before the election, maybe people would have gotten exercised about it. But with all this nonsense that's taken place over over the year and couple of months, yeah, may, I think people say, well, okay, whatever, you know, right. just another, you know, just another incident with this guy. You know, what else is new? See, if you don't support President Trump. To you, this is like, this is the guy we warned you about. This is the guy that we expected. If you do support him, you already cashed in all your moral high ground ground chips when you decided to say, oh, there's nothing wrong with the Access Hollywood video. Grab him by the P and this is that, that he is still. Locker room talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. I never heard that in a locker room. Yeah, when you, you know, when when you accepted that, you already gave up any moral high ground of, oh, we're the party of family values and this and that. It's like, no, we're doing whatever we have to do, no matter how dirty we have to get, we're just going to win.
And yeah, you know, and that's rationalization. That's what the politics is. But you can't now spin it to say, "Oh, oh, I'm shocked that this is the type of you know uh, behavior." He's demeaned the office of the presidency, as far as I'm concerned. He's not the first, though. Yeah, but he's the worst. Well, there you go. Oh, oh, that rhymes. All right, Jim, and finally, yeah, uh, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, congratulations, um, uh, the final four, Loyola, part of the final four. Excited, Chicago. Amy Sweezy went to Loyola, but she has some connection to Loyola. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I know Pinkman's rooting for Loyola because if they win the championship, he wins a dollar from you. That's That's not going to happen. But uh, I don't know who has it in our pool that we did. No, it's not me. I'm a huge Loyola fan. Must be more. You are? No, not at all. I don't even know where it is. Chicago. Chicago, of course. Oh, boy. I got the jerseys, the hats, the shoes. Oh. Look at the bright side, at least for Shot Doctor. We found someone on the station who knows less about sports than Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shot Doctor picked Duke. Uh, <laughs> so did you. I didn't pick Duke. You said, I think Duke's going to win. I I'm, didn't say I'm Duke. I never said Duke doctor. was going to win. I oh. said, no, 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 I'm no. I'm going to no. find that audio. No, That's lot. in tomorrow's audio. Uh, I said, <laughs> I said <laughs> one of the four number one seeds would win the national championship. Duke was seeded number two, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, they, yeah, you're right. They were, but I think you gave in long ago I to didn't say give that. It, I do. <laughs> it's the little file on Real Radio 104.1. Going to check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A woman in California broke a world record by completing a marathon while pushing her triplets in a stroller. Jeez, what a show off! Like we get it, lady. You can reproduce and run. Big hoop. Next. A woman in Australia was just granted permission by her late husband's son to extract his sperm and use it to have a baby. Boy they really are no rules just right over there. Finally, an English man was tired of his town being so normal that he changed signs to say things like Narnia Gotham City and Middle Earth. Who knew England had nerds too? Proper mental if you ask me mate. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com And transmission. Orlando City returns home to go head-to-head with the New York Red Bulls Saturday, March 31st. Coverage begins at 4 p.m. on FM 96.9, The Game, AM 740, and iHeartRadio. From- green Sally up, Green Sally down, last gun spot got a tail to crown. Green Sally up, Green Sally down, last gun spot got a tail to crown. I forgot about that. Well, never mind. I retract that statement about Duke. Oh. So you no longer think Duke will win at all? No. Okay. Well, maybe Sunday. You're on the record. (laughs) Damn textures. People out there, they remember everything, Jim. I'm predicting a drone war. Oh, boy. In Florida. This sounds fun or no? I'm predicting somebody (laughs) needs to come up with an attack drone. What is happening? Besides Jack's continuing walking pneumonia? Man. Yeah, we don't even need one to come in today. <sighs> no, Dateline, I, I think Pensacola, a package of contraband covered in grass clippings. 
was dropped by a drone at a Panhandle prison. One of the most recent examples of inmates using advanced technology to smuggle illegal items behind the prison walls. Oh, God. That's smart. Super smart. Well, they caught it, so. Yeah, not so smart. No, they didn't catch it. Oh, well, very smart. Yeah, they had video smart. Of it. The question is whether prison guards, I suppose, are would be allowed to shoot it out of the sky. I guess if it's contraband, right? Yeah, but or does that violate FAA regulations? I don't. I, yeah, I think that because look, you know, it's, you know, we'll we'll try to handle this in a different way. Don't start firing at drones, all right? Yeah, because the bullets then, come down someplace. Exactly. <laughs> That's <laughs> bad news. The bullets could come down a mile away, and you know, hit Farmer Clem, mm. and uh, we don't need that right now. Farmer Clem was a good man. But I would imagine there's you, <laughs> you could see a system someday when a drunk approaches a a prison, you could have attack drones. Uh, Oh. That are operated by the Department of Corrections that take off and go after the uh, the drone that's trying to 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 get inside the uh, prison compound. And there's not a chance at all that uh, control of those drones will be hacked and then turned around on the people on the guards. Well, I oh, think it's just the first step. I don't think anybody <laughs> be at the control. It would be the automatic. This is a problem when you uh, you are talking about armed drones with artificial intelligence uh, intelligence that uh, act autonomously. You, it's like saying, here's a loaded gun that can fire. I'm going to uh, program right. a, 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 a device to operate it and then remove all human interaction. Oh, boy. This is the beginning of the end. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is it. Skynet, baby. Looking over a list of what you guys were up to over the weekend, Fritz says he started watching Wild Wild Country, a documentary on Netflix. It is absolutely fascinating, What is Jim. it about? Uh, back in the early 80s, this religious cult bought 80,000 or 62,000 acres of land in Oregon. Mm -hmm. uh, the nearest city was Antelope, Oregon. Only 40 people. They pretty much butted heads with them then they started arming themselves and then the fbi got involved and it's just it's this tangled weave of deception stupidity fascination and i had never heard about it it's the cult all of it religious cult yeah it's um uh, what was it called it's Whether like are naked no not really but it was a it was a free love cult yeah it was the Raj, all? rajneesh param don't you ever, every time you hear of a cult don't you think eh, free love they're yeah all. it's always one guy that just wanted to have sex <laughs> with everybody yep it's not a bad time though know what i mean one dude no just... i don't know what you mean <laughs> well it depends on who's joining up in the cult yeah because just... you might say what did i do this for <laughs> Big mistake. It's Everybody cult, go home. Cult dissolved. Yeah. Go back to your Here's families. A, call your call your parents. Well, like, go home. Just just imagine growing up in a town that is so small, and then these people. Oh, and they dress all in red. So these people wearing all these all red robes just start walking into this town, and they're like, you know, yeah, we we own this national tract of land. That's Hell, you do. It's crazy. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. And then they. They built it up. They they dammed this local river. They had a huge drinking supply. Wild, wild country. Yeah. Well, what is their... I mean, they just want to be left alone, or they have some kind of idea of taking over the world? They started to get involved in local politics. Oh, God. Then they started busing in homeless people to stuff the, the ballot boxes. Then they kicked all the homeless people out. So then Oregon had this rampant homeless person problem. Is this still going on, or is it dissolved? It's, the... it's dissolved, I think, as of 85 or 90. But, what was the um, name of the cult? Uh, Rajneesh Param. Rajneesh Param. Yeah, R-A-J-N-E-E. -E. 
I think you're right, Pingman. It's usually started by one guy who's supposed to have a lot of sex with people. Oh, yeah. yeah. That guy's name is the Bogwan. Oh, uh, that is so classic Bogwan. Yeah. Exactly. What are you going to do? <laughs> Pinkman says he got his hair cut at a barber slash motorcycle shop. Oh, yeah. How did that work out? It, it actually went really well. Smelled like motor oil the whole time, though. Looks better than Pretty it did. Good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you got to worry about your... Your hairstyle for your upcoming nuptials. Oh, yeah. I've got to keep he's, it tamed. He's got a year. I yeah, thought. but you have to start thinking about these things ahead of time. Because you could, you know, if it's next spring. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, he goes crazy in, in December and gets one of those, you know, a particular type of haircut. I know and it's going to, oh, God, what did I do that for? Or if he gets like or a your, scalp or tattoo. Or your fiance will say, what did you do that for? <laughs> oh, that would be the worst. I thought about growing it out till wedding time, but I'm I I can't do it. I'm bad at that. It starts to get too much, and I'm like, ah, this hair is so hot, and then I cut it Still off. Still looking for a place to get married? Yes. Go talking to, to Pinkman today about a bachelor party. Not that I'm in charge of that. He's got to choose his best man first. What if Pinkman came to you and said, oh. Jim, w w will you be my best man? I Well, number one, he's not going to do that. I know that. But okay. if he did, I would because Aww. you don't refuse that, do you? No, God no, no, it's a huge honor, especially for me. Well, I have a feeling I've, I, I'm trying to narrow down the short list of possible best men, and I have a feeling this. It's going to be you? No. <laughs> he doesn't like Pinkman. But I have a feeling <laughs> I know where this uh, bachelor party is going to be. Where, at Sea Lanes? No, it starts with Finn and it ends with Henry's. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's not a bachelor party no. place. I mean, I'm not I'm not planning it, obviously, but I'd hope we may go out of town or something. Yeah, that would be fun. Vegas, baby. Never been there. Oh, well, you're asking a lot out of people. Well, you know what? I go to Vegas and then uh, then there's a wedding gift and then the, that's asking a lot. I just want like $20 in an envelope for my wedding gift. You gotta have a. You gotta. Wait, you want twenty bucks? That's a wedding gift. Do you just want to go out for a steak <laughs> on, for your bachelor party, or do you, you want you want strippers? Why not both? Yeah. Why? Why steak can't he have strippers? a? Why can't he have a steak well, I mean, and a stripper too? I guess you could. <laughs> yeah. It really depends. Let's on, go to Rachel's. You have to. You have to. You have to choose the right person to be your best man. Oh man, that is a very daunting decision. Cause some some guys they know how to they know how to get this done. Other guys they don't know what to do. So he's saying, pick a rich person for mm -hmm. a best man who can you know facilitate the kind of party you're expecting. And then you have to talk to your fiance, mm -hmm. the intended. Well, you have to make it very clear. Look, this is a bachelor party. All right, let's not get too excited, okay? Let's let's not get let's not spin out of control here. This is a bachelor like, party. But what if he's cool. my party? Yeah. This is a party for me. And she agrees, right? Well, yeah, but the, you know, there's someone. And I then you find out that, no, for yeah. the bachelorette party, they're going to Vegas. Yeah, uh. you know, find out their bachelorette party is more rowdy than your their bachelor party. Yeah, that's a load of s. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what, yeah, that's what you wanted to do, and she's kind of talking you out of it, and then she takes that idea from you. Yeah. And then pictures show up in the they Facebook more, they get file more rowdy. download. They get more rowdy than men. Yeah, they do. And in a lot of instances. God bless them. Yeah, I've seen the movies. Channing Tatum shows up. Game's over. Forget about it. You don't have a chance. No, no way. It's over with. No. He's got like nine abs. Would you be jealous? Hey. 
Kind of. I I mean, I'd like to hang out with Channing Tatum. Not in a sexual way. Yeah, in a now. bro way. <laughs> I just want to be best friends with Channing Tatum. He seems like a nice guy. You don't know him. I don't know. You don't know Channing that, like I do. I, I just think him. the weirdest comment was Fritz saying he's got like nine abs. Oh, he's got more than that, <laughs> Everyone probably. Everyone breezed over that one. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty damn good shape. And so yeah. was, uh, what's his name? I don't know, but uh, a six... The I, first one? McConaughey? Yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Maybe because I don't have, you know, them. You I don't get those. I don't know how you count them. I don't even know how you, even when I you're young, how you get those you, things. You have to eat, like, no carbs and keep doing sit-ups till, uh, yeah. always. Crunches. No beer. Women like those? No. Abs? Yeah, do I they like them like that, might. or do they like a little, you know, meat on the bone, so to speak? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask everyone so, at the bar tonight dude, that yeah. very question. Yeah, yeah, I mean, really, I mean, you know. You've got chubby dad bod versus I, Jan yeah. I just, I, I wonder whether sometimes guys who have those six-pack, eight-pack, yeah. 12-pack, whatever the hell they're called, they're just so enthralled with themselves that, you know, go, who would want to spend any time with? Man, never mind. Yeah, I'm so lonely. <laughs> I think those I've with got that, all these apps. Yeah, it's so, yeah, it's so yeah. hard being women, this hot. Just tell yourself, Jim. Women are not attracted to yeah. men who yeah. have uh, yeah. you know, six-pack, yeah. eight-pack, 12-pack abs. I'm just going to uh, hang out with my nine abs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm just going to hang out with a guy where, you know, he's got a big old load of fat where his belly button used to be. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. To win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. It's time once again for the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Michael is back. Douglas is here as well from Monday Movie Review. It's good to see both of you in the studio again. How was Dubuque, Michael? You were out there in an acting uh, acting role? Yes, sir. I was uh, Sheridan Whiteside and the man who came to dinner at an old... Uh, historical opera house in Dubuque that was built in 1890 and it uh, was a great experience it was a lot of fun I met some lovely lovely people good made audiences friends. yeah coming yeah. in on their tractors and uh, snowmobiles well, to catch the show as a matter of fact my, my the friend I made works for John Deere no kidding yes he does he's a, a an animation artist for John Deere he makes pro animates their products oh wow yeah at that anyway yeah um i didn't realize dubuque was on the mississippi it sits right on the mississippi river so that was was it frozen uh no it wasn't was that it's a very narrow part of the mississippi throw a rock across but um and and i guess the big the big thing to do while you're there is to ride the um the elevator train that goes up the side of a a hill, you know, oh, yeah. that's uh, except it was closed in the winter, so I couldn't eat uh, that. So, okay. Well, that um, was otherwise, what else is there to do in Dubuque? Um, in the you winter drive time? to Chicago from there, that's what you do, <laughs> <Okay, laughs> yeah. which, which I did. Oh, did you really? Yes. Went to see Hamilton in, in Chicago and went to the Chicago Institute of the Art to see the um, Island of Grand Jetty, the, the pointillism. Well, I don't care about that. Now. I care about the review for you in Dubuque. How did I mean? Were you well received? Well, I believe so, but uh, they, they do not have any arts critics in the city. Well, we read a review. Oh, no, you read, it was written by the director. It was a, yeah, it was a, thought it was great. It was a pre. Yeah, that's what I. <laughs> yeah, it was a pre opening. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good experience. Yeah, it was great. It was Douglas, how are you? I'm well, James. How are you? It's uh, been a while. Going okay, yeah. 
The two of us haven't been in in ages. One of you had the flu. Who had the flu? I did. Michael no, was very so sick no. for a while. I think it was a virus of some sort, not actually the yeah. flu, but it lasted a week. I'm Blue. still just getting over it, yeah. Well, did you guys get to the movies? We did. What did you see? I think we saw the same thing. I hope if you saw the movie I told you to see. Uh, what did you see? I saw... We saw Love, Tim, Simon. Love, Simon, yes. Love, Simon. Who's in this movie? I've never heard of this movie. Uh, 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 no one? No, Josh Duhamel and Jennifer Garner. Uh, Jennifer Garner, I know. You recognize yes. them. No. Josh Duhamel was married to Fergie. He was in mm-hmm. Vegas, the TV series for a while. Mm-hmm. Handsome, yeah. handsome gentleman. Okay, Love, Simon. What is this all about? Well, oh, it's ahead, a coming-of-age story, Jim, for is a young really? boy in college. I mean, in high, high school. school. And... Um, uh, which would be fine for a great 80s movie and fun, except uh, the coming of age is that he's uh, co- also coming out of the closet in high school. And um, uh, issues ensue, and I thought it was a good. Drama, drama, Le- comedy. Uh, comedy, drama, everything a little bit. Into slice one. of Life. Feel yeah. good movie, Slice of Life. Yeah. Michael, what did you think of it? Thought it was a very sweet, competent movie. Nothing to write home about. And um, um, do you wish that movie was out when you were a fifteen-year-old boy? Absolutely. That, yeah. Yes, that's the important yeah. thing about this movie. Uh, he's he's out it online in on a on a school gossip platform. Mm-hmm. Um, Since in the eighties. So, no, just unfortunately, it's, gave a it's, lot away. it's now. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said the 80s. Where am I getting? No, it no, reminded it, it, you of a of a 80s right. teen movie. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, gotcha. kind of uh, I gotcha. movie. Okay. Um, Sorry. Yeah. Breakfast Clubby. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Pretty in pink. Um, exactly. Um, it was just a nice, sweet, straightforward film that I'm sure will help a lot of people. Um, a lot of straight people but, come to his defense but after not, bullying uh, him. Setting up the yes. standard operating well, procedure. I thought mean, it was movies. a little simple in that mm-hmm. in that way. He had the, he literally had the perfect family. Yeah, literally had the perfect friends. Uh, other than minor setbacks, had a very easy coming out. It was all wrapped up with a too pretty a tight little bow, mm-hmm. bow for me. But I I enjoyed it and certainly think it's a movie that needs to be made. That I mean, kids need to see that kind of movie. Yeah, exactly. Young mm-hmm. kids. So Love Simon, how many uh, pink triangles for Love Simon? Three. Three and a half. Well, all right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Go, go see it. What did you think of the actor playing Simon? He was great. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Boy, that. they tried to get rid of those bags under his eyes. Denzel Washington <laughs> movie. Did you Did you guys see the, uh, what was his name, Roman J. Israel Esquire? No. no, he was nominated though for an Oscar. It was good. Yeah, it was a was lot. It? The movie was a lot better than I thought it would uh, would be. And he's he's just good. He's just awesome. That's just a good movie. So good. What's that? The one where he's uh, the pilot with the cocaine problem. Oh, flying oh, the plane yeah, upside yeah, down. Yeah. yeah. And uh, see, I want. Oh, I'm talking that. about his performance. Yeah. yeah. He's good. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. whatever he does, he's good. I'm not saying the movie was no, yeah. Fault, but yeah. And he was nominated for Fences. But I was thinking, yes, he was great in Fences. Yes, I just hated that movie. You hated it? Mm, did you really? Enough. I yeah. loved it. Mm. What, what did you hate about it? The unnatural dialogue. I just didn't like any of it. Well, that. it's that stilted stage. It's that literally, uh, it was, it was I thought a, about it was this a play for, on, for on two film. hours before I said it. Mm. No one talks like they've been thinking about it for two hours. I think she was thinking about whatever she said almost her whole life. But that's, oh, bravo! Uh, well, bravo! <laughs> there's that. Uh-huh. 
No, no I get what she, you're saying. She, was, think, she did not have that internal monologue. We had this discussion before. It's it's dialogue yes. that that yeah. can can work on the stage. The issue is is that they changed almost not a single word of that script. I don't think he changed a word. To, to, yeah. I think he said he so, did change yeah. a word. Um, so so it, it, there is a difference between writing for the stage and writing for the screen. And then the does it make any difference? Like if it's Shakespeare, if you see it on film as opposed to on stage, because it's written for the stage. Yeah, I'm not trying to pick on you. No, I loved no, it. I thought it was no, superb. It just, it, yeah, makes it no, and both of them were uh, amazing in it. And. You know, I watched Stormy know, Daniels no last night. I did. What'd you think? I like we. I said oh, that was off the air. Biggest um, ratings for about sixty minutes in what in ten years? Was it? So Boy, I people read. were mad that mm. basketball game. Yeah, I was online and they were just like, we tuned in to see Stormy in some stupid basketball game. <laughs> well, I know I well, missed the end of the interview because I taped it, and the first twenty minutes was the basketball game. Oh, you got to. Yeah, I know. I know. Then of course they're angry because it's going into overtime. Right. All the basketball fans are loving it. And, how about that Loyola? How about that Loyola? <laughs> How about him? Sister, somebody, whatever name is. Somebody <laughs> called to take change their shakes tickets for Saturday because Loyola's playing in the finals, is it, or Final Four? Final Four. Final Four, four yeah. Loyola the Sister one who Jean. jumped over the other man's head? No, Loyola's a no, that was... college. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was the no, great freak in the 60-minute interview. That was interview. the player from Milwaukee. <laughs> oh. Okay. That's, a, that's a pro team. Layla. Yeah. <laughs> so what you think of thought I had a little advice. I <laughs> I, 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 she was, I thought she was completely believable. I did, too. Yeah. And like you said, it's maybe a stereotype, but yeah, she came off as really intelligent. From what I read, I yeah. mean, she's not, I hate to use the word, I mean, she's not a bimbo. She's... No. And she, she said, I think, twice, you know, just a reminder, what I do for a living is completely legal. Right. So stop with all that. Well, that's... Yeah. Know, I mean, you can make the case for that industry. There are people who... Sure. You know, are are and, abused and, and, and find themselves in in that industry. But this is in her particular case. This is something that she chose to engage in with other consenting adults, and it's her business. And other that people out of mind their own. Business. Well, and she started as just a performer, and she's business savvy enough that now she makes movies, right? And, and she makes she makes a decent living at it. And it's like she said, you know, you can call me an opportunist if you want, but who's going to turn down more money for doing what they've already been doing anyway? Right. Right. She, so. she did say a couple of times when she was talking about the affair and, and her being a liar and all that stuff, why she's doing this, that she was concerned her daughter would find out. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, her daughter's going to find out what she does for a living. Two. Yeah, but I would imagine yeah, but, she, uh, said, but that, she probably right, said, I, I want the, my daughter but, to hear it from me as opposed yeah, okay. to. But the, yeah. the, the difference being that she was prior to this, she, her name wasn't being bantied about the news every right. every night. That was her point that her child yeah. could would see it on TV. Well, it's Banquet Newsweek. I know his face was on the cover, so we said that. And Jack, did they have none a, of that matters? Did they have a long lasting? Did they have a long sexual relationship, or did they just have encounter. sex once? Once. once? once, one and done. Once, and she was emphatic that she's not claiming that she was victimized in any way. That she's not. She she oh, she actually said that, that she actually said she was peeved over the the Me Too people who are kind of trying to fold her into the thing really? she does that it disenfranchises the people who have legitimate claims. Right. Of, I thought I thought yeah. that observation was superb on her yeah. part. All right, let me take a little break. I'll catch up to what you guys are up to. We'll do a little bit of trivia as well. It's Monday Movie Review on Real Radio 104.1.
Back to Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug on the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. They reviewed the movie Love, Simon 3 and Three and a Half Pink Triangles for Love, Simon. Well, it comes along, yeah, see it. It's, it's sweet. sweet. It doesn't need to be seen in the movie theater. Yeah. No. Okay. no. Coming of age type of movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Young gay man coming out. Yep. Right. Yeah. Good enough. Did you watch any of the uh, marches over the weekend? Uh, I, I, I was writing the entire time, but I had it on, and my four hours worth of writing took about nine hours because I kept getting drawn into the, the march. Amazing, isn't it? Kids are amazing, yeah. I was impressed. I, mean, I just can't, I, you know, when I was 15, 16, it was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Geez. And these kids are so articulate and so, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know whether they're old souls or, or whatever they are, but these are kids with, I keep saying this, but with the woo. They've got, there's something about these kids. Yep, yep. And, and and it wasn't the same message over and over. They obviously had coordinated. Right. You know, one person would talk about the need to go and vote. The next one would talk about mm-hmm. uh, directly to the politicians, get your resumes in order or change your minds how you're standing on these things. Another would talk about uh, not wanting to leave behind uh, people of color and uh, acknowledging that they realize that they, they are privileged, mostly privileged white kids from a privileged white mm-hmm. school and mm-hmm. that that's probably why they're getting a lot of attention, and so they want to let the other kids know they're not leaving them behind. Right. Just brilliant stuff. It's almost like it was written for them, and they were actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, the far right all, has accused mm-hmm. them. I was watching it, a Facebook live feed, but it was professionally done. It was, uh, but the, God, the comments. You just couldn't. I just, yeah. I had to swipe the comments away because. Yeah. They, it just, yeah. There's no convincing them. There's, and there wasn't a lot. It's a lost cause. Like, GOP beating down. Yeah. It was just like, this is what needs to happen. Whoever needs to do it, we, we know who we're talking about, right. but we're no. not saying it yeah. out loud because that will make it... Well, the only mistake I think that can be made is that people want immediate results and it's just not going to happen, right. whether it was Vietnam War protests, whether mm-hmm. it was civil rights cause. These things do take time, but I think there is a whiff of change as, yep. it, as, it, as it relates to, you know, let's just have... let's come up with a little bit more common sense as it relates to yeah. firearms in this country. That's all we're asking. But the, um, the gay rights movement did it with gay marriage, where they sure. took on Same civil thing. civil Same unions thing. and stuff. We didn't want civil unions, you know. We wanted full of marriage equality, but you had to take that to get to where you right. need to be. Right. just takes a while, I think, in the immediate future. I mean, there are things that can be done as far as security on campuses and things, but if you, I keep saying, if you went to citizens and said, we need to raise your taxes to put more police officers on every school campus, People would come unglued. They said, well, you're not yeah. doing that. I don't mm-hmm. want my taxes raised. For what? For safety on campuses? Are right. you kidding me? We'll see what happens. Yeah. You got so What are you doing now? What are you up to? You're three. You're back home mm-hmm. after your uh, acting gig in Dubuque. Yes, sir. Where you froze. You took us off. Yes, sir. And How cold did to... it get? It was uh, 74 degrees the day I left. And when I landed that evening, it was eight below zero. Eight below zero in Dubuque. Yes. <laughs> With a wind chill factor of, <laughs> or does it matter? I don't know. It really doesn't, I don't think, <laughs> were at you, that point. Were you equipped? Did you have the proper clothing, or did you get mm. off the plane in your Hawaiian shirt? No, no, I I, I, I brought a, uh, a winter no. coat with me. What about yeah. your face? My what? Face. That's what always hurts me. Well, uh, well luckily, I was only a, a mile from the theater and, and didn't just got in the car and went there. I spent very little time outdoors, mm. believe me. How are the fellow actors? Were they good, or do you have to school them a little bit? It was uh, it was it's commu- it was a community theater uh, project, and right. so there were varying levels, but everyone came uh, 
came up to snuff, and um, it was a was a good show. You were mentioning during the break about supper uh, supper clubs. Yes, I th- and I don't know. I'm not sure what a supper. Someone heard that, but I don't know. I get them confused with dinner theater. Someone asked me if I wanted to go to a supper club. I thought I had to get all dressed up, and I said I don't think I brought appropriate clothes. And they're like, "Well, you, know, you can go in your jeans." I'm like, "To a supper club?" I thought it was top you know, of the world, like where you go eat, <clears> dine and dance. Yeah. yeah, you know. No, there are places, mom and pop run, all over the state that only serve one meal a day. Supper. Really? And and the the menu is very small, and then each day that they're open, they have a, a one or two specials just for that day. When it's gone, it's gone. I'm thinking it's of homemade. a boarding house. And, um, and most of them are only open Wednesday through Sunday. Supper club, and they're called supper club. And then they don't. There is no entertainment. There's not. There's no just, entertainment. There's nothing. They're they're not. Nobody's playing on places. Or a saw. No, nope, nope. Polka. It's just a place you know where you're going to go and get family cooking. Is there a and communal it's table be or do you, the individual? I mean, can you go with somebody and just sit at a table? You have to sit at a the picnic ma- table or something. Uh, the, b- both. The majority of them are just like a restaurant. Yeah. But some of them are more like going to an Elks club or something. You know, and you might, and you, might you might share your table with other people. Long, you know, yeah, fold out tables. Right, yeah. But many chairs. But they're really oh. popular. There's there's one on every really? other corner and it's and How's the you, food? They're not open for breakfast or lunch and some of them have Sunday brunch. The food's good or is it the standard Midwest? No, no, it's got it's, some it's, stew for it's, you. It, no, it's it's homemade comfort food. Almost chicken always. and dumplings, yeah, exactly. things like Meatloaf. that. Well, that sounds. I would go there every night. Yeah, pork. They're they're very big on pork tenderloin. But pork tenderloin is on every menu you oh, go to, man. including fast food restaurants. It's hog country, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. pig country. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, my wow. friend hey, works guys. in a... That sounds good, though. On this Love Simon thing, you guys who know uh, Sarah Kleschen is. No. He's the new midfielder for Orlando City. Came here from uh, New York Red Bulls. However, he's big on Twitter. Very. Uh, I would say liberal, and he just posted, my wife and I bought out the showing at Lowe's uh, for Love, Simon movie for this Thursday, and they're giving away tickets for free for anyone to go see it. That's oh, nice. my goodness. Yeah. Nice. That's neat. Yeah. You follow him, uh, Sarah Question on Twitter, if anyone was interested in getting Sarah. it. Sarah. All right. Thank you, Sarah. I was, Sasha. Sasha. I was Kleschen, thinking sorry. when we were talking about oh. the 15-year-old to see Sasha. this movie, the, the right people are not going to go see this movie. What do you mean the right people? The people that need to. <laughs> I mean, the you know, people, uh, what the, they, need, they need to be straightened out as far as their thinking. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Was, is this the kind of movie where somebody said, geez, I never thought of that. And uh, maybe they did have a yeah. different attitude. I mean, if they went not knowing what yeah. it was about or, he, you know, I don't know. He wrote, we saw Love, Simon opening weekend and absolutely loved it. This movie spreads the message of tolerance, acceptance and equality. We were inspired by other people who did this, so we just want to pay it forward and help spread love to the people of Orlando. And what what theater is it going to be at? I like him. Uh, let's see, what theater is it? I don't. You got to go to his. Uh, oh wait, in Winter Park, they're doing it in Winter the Park. Regal. Yeah. Okay, that's where we just saw it. Um, love Sasha uh, and Jamie. I'll mention it tonight, where says I'm doing a benefit for the youth of Orlando, gay youth tonight, Jim. Yeah, where? Uh, the annual Babes in Bonnet uh, auction. One of my favorites. At the Parliament House. Yeah, it's, it's it's only fun. it is so much fun. It's only ten dollars. People come at seven o'clock. Free hors d'oeuvres. Um, it's, it's generally drag queens, mostly, yeah, but not exclusively. not exclusively. But it's a real community Diapers, pacifiers. Uh, and no, 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 yeah. a real community event where all different restaurants and bars and okay. stuff get together and they design these fabulous 
Easter bonnet. Easter bonnets. Gotcha. And then uh, Blue, Blue Star and myself will be the auctioneers, and we're going to auction off 20 uh, Easter bonnets that you could wear on Easter or use as a centerpiece for your uh holiday table or your buffet because some of them are quite large and outrageous others are totally wearable to church it, it runs the gambit and um yeah, all the money goes to orlando youth alliance which uh, uh provides um peer counseling mentor mentoring social and recreational activities for uh gay at-risk youth and where again at the parliament house at the footlight theater okay 7 30 7 is or seven is hors d'oeuvres eight o'clock is the show I will, and it's going to be a veritable who's who of uh, gay um, va-va-vent people in Orlando. Jim, social events. Well, Jim, this will excite you. Yeah, Carmela Marcella Garcia has come down from uh, Tennessee or wherever, what holler she lives in up there somewhere. Well, I have to adjust uh, my calendar then. She, uh, yes, she's, uh, she's she the grand me? dom of the South, Jim, oh. and she started this event 20 years ago. Oh, very this good. is the 20th anniversary. Doing some Sandy Patty, I hope. Well... Mm-hmm. It's going to be a tell her I'll try to be event. there, but you know, Darcel Stevens sings King Jesus at the end every year, and you it raises the roof, yeah. and people float out on the Holy Ghost. It really oh. is fun, and it's cheap drinks, and you'll be home by 10. Yep, it, we keep it fast paced, and it's around you by turn 10. 30 and can't go out on a school night. Stop it, people. <laughs> Live your life, Douglas. You have any trivia for us? I do, Jim. Just a few questions. All right, everybody, all hands on In deck. What please. Marjorie yes. Williams. Here. In what Marjorie Williams classic does a boy's Jim, love yearling. help? No, help a stuffed animal become real. Uh, Fritz Paddington Bear. No, stuffed animal become real. Yes, Pink Man. Oh, Jack Ted. No, Pink Man. Winnie the Pooh. No, no. There is it? No. But that new Winnie the Pooh movie it? looks good. Yeah. The Velveteen Rabbit. Oh, oh what Disney princess shares her name with the Roman goddess of the dawn? Wanzi Aurora. Aurora is correct. Ooh. What Disney attraction was originally built for the 1964 World's Fair? Well, well oh, there are oh, four. Tomorrowland. With proceeds Pinkman. going to UNICEF. Wanzi, it's a small it's world. It's a small world is well, correct. Come on. Uh, Pinkman knew it. The world's, oldest, the world's two oldest amusement parks in the world, Bakken and Tivoli, are both located in what European Jim, country? Well, well, the Netherlands. No. Oh, that's uh, Switzerland. It's Austria. not. Italy. It's not. The I went Netherlands. To, I went to Fritz. Tivoli. Right, hold, it's still not the Netherlands. All right, hold the thought. I'm going to get back to you. Hold the thought. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Uh, nope. What do you want to do? <laughs> we're going to get a check of the news. That's what we're going to do. Then we'll get back to Wanzi and Doug, I promise, a couple of more minutes. Here's uh, Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. After five generations of just having girls, a family has finally managed to have a boy. Boy. That must have been one hell of a gypsy curse. Am I right? Next, the most interesting man in the world from the Dos Equus ads judged a beard contest. It's nice that he's so down to earth after taking a trip to Mars and all. Finally, scientists have figured out how to slow aging in mice. That's awesome because I was getting mad at geriatric mice always driving slow on the highway. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. That's right, and if you go to the app store on your smartphone right now, you can get that iHeartRadio app 100% free, and you can take real radio with you wherever you go in addition to all your favorite music. All you have to do is open up the app store, type iHeartRadio, tap get, it's on your phone, and it's that easy. That is our free iHeartRadio app. 
Want to play a game? Call now for Closest to the Pin, 407-916-1041. From the... I think I can pull this off. I think it's a plan. I, don't you? I'm sure Catherine would be thrilled with it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. She's really looking forward to this. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing worse would be we're going in an RV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she said, well, here are the, the, pop-up. Here are the divorce fun. papers. A pop-up camper. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's finish up with some trivia there, uh, Douglas. What do you got? The answer to the country with the two world's Denmark. oldest is Denmark. Ow. Yes, Michael. I saw you busily looking up on your phone. Oh, I break. Listen carefully. In National Sanctuary Hall, yes. Florida mm-hmm. is represented by a statue of inventor John Gorey. Jim. Jim. Air conditioning. Air conditioning is correct. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Invented what technology vital to the development of the state? Mm. Which of the seven dwarves could be described as languid? Uh, that would be, um, um, who's the one that's Wancy, tired all the time? Sleepy. Sleepy. Languid is a word for sleepy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Right. We worked on it. Although that's Jim it? called in first. <laughs> yes, I told you there wasn't a lot. Well, I don't you write can't say anymore. your name and then ask a question. <laughs> well, no, he was yeah, well, doing that. Let true. me see what I was oh. thinking. And then, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anything else going on with you guys we need to know? Jim, this Thursday I'm hosting a viewing party for RuPaul's Drag Race Season 10. It's really taken off with a bang, and it's a packed house, and we have a good time there drinking and watching uh, drag queens perform for $100,000. I finally saw RuPaul or whatever his... Is Ru- it RuPaul? Is Ru- that his name? His given or is that name stage is RuPaul name? Charles. Because I'd never seen him out of him, her... I. Outside of uh, oh yeah, female attire. Yeah, on, on oh. the show he's he, he's he's there as a man at the beginning, yeah. and then there is a woman at the end. Like he, yeah, he's yeah. both. So yeah, where did you see him in that? Just a minute. I, 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 yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I like him better as a female. I yeah. mean, just yeah. being attractive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know where I'm going with this. Either way, it's not going to end up in the right place. It's not going to go the right way. (laughs) It'll all end up in the back there. You know, exactly. I'd like to retract everything I just Mm -hmm. said over the past Mm -hmm. minute. Mm -hmm. If you came back as a gay man, would you be attracted to RuPaul? I don't know. That's too confusing to me. I have no idea how that works. I try to figure it out every once in a while, and it's... Well, why not? Why wouldn't you be? Are, are any I'm straight not, men? I'm not uh, uh, do straight men get into into drag, or is that strictly gay men? Cross dressers do. I don't know a single performing drag performing. queen who is straight. We pretend like okay. there are thousands of them, but I don't know. No. I, and I've known th- you know a zillion drag queens and worked in this industry for how many years, and I've never, I've never, met, a never met a straight drag performer that thing. works in a gay bar. No. Yeah. Okay. Just no. wondered. No. Yeah. But and as a gay man, I have um, most cross. No, I. Yeah, I'm not. But cro- most cross-dressers who... are straight, aren't they? What's that? Yeah. Are most cross-dressers straight? Uh, yes. I think uh, I think that would be a fair statement. I, yes. the, the logistics of all the words and stuff are confusing now, and I don't want to get anything wrong. But yeah, most mm-hmm. people who... Who do it be- because they feel they need to or want to, and not because it's for performance's sake, are, right. are by and large straight. Okay. And I've also read at times that their thing is not about looking like a real woman. Their thing is just about, about being in women's clothes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I never had the desire myself. I mean, I no. don't see anything wrong with it, but it's just not. Yeah. 
I can't mm. fit in it anything Catherine has anyway. I'm too well, fat. Yeah. So you have tried. to buy your own. I know. I'd have to go to the no. Ross Cross Dress for Less. Mm-hmm. If you weren't so recognizable <laughs> as one of the most influential men in Central Florida, you'd be at that Ross right now, picking out a Well, tunic. you know, at the time, again, I had a fairly decent shape, and my legs are still fairly nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe with the right undergarments, Jim, we could get you <laughs> right. out there again. Thank you, Douglas. That Thank was your you. fault yeah. in the first place. Just get you a little girdle. And... Girdle? Do, do people they, still buy? Do they, have full... do they even make girdles anymore? Yeah, of course they do. What's that, Jack? Sorry. Uh, that would be closest to the pin, ready to go when you Oh, are, I'm sorry. Right? I forgot all about that. I, I got to move on. Because oh, we do. have such yeah. a good time. Well, thank you well, for showing up, and it's good to see both of you again. I'm glad everyone's thank feeling you. well. I'm glad Dubuque was, uh, albeit uh, cold, but very successful. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks, Thank guys. you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for a Monday Movie Review. This has been the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. And now, the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Sorry, I get caught up in that cross-dressing thing. It's time for that regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Nathan. Roger is the backup. As I head to the soundproof booth, Mr. Pinkman will outline the prizes. That's right. We have a pair of tickets to Wasi's Meat Market Sunshine State Egg Fest on Saturday, April 26th from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Indian River County Fairgrounds and Expo Center in Vero Beach. The nation's top big green eggers are making their way to the 2018 Sunshine State Egg Fest. Tasters show up and get to taste all of the amazing food that the cooks produce on the eggs all day. That's over 300 big green eggs cooking. And yes, that is much more than just barbecue. You can buy tickets at sunshinestateeggfest.com or call 321-242-3348. Wasi Sunshine State Egg Fest brought to you by Melbourne BMW. I think one of those uh, big green eggs would be a great birthday gift for someone. I saw your tweet. What tweet are you yeah, talking about? Dirty Jim was all, I love braising meats on my big green egg. And you're all like, oh, I wish I had one. My birthday's coming up. And Did I he, say it like that? And or was I said, more subtle about and it? And then he said, you're fired. Damn it. All right. Well, let's get on with the game then. It's a category uh, sent by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, entitled Golden. And we welcome Nathan to play. Who's going to write down the answers? Me, 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 All right, me. Fritz is recording <laughs> answers. Thank you very much, <laughs> Mr. Fritz. Yep. Hello, Nathan. Hey, good afternoon. Hey, buddy. We have a category submitted by Brad. It's golden. Facts and figures about the Golden Gate Bridge. Okay? Wonderful. All yeah. right. Have you ever been? I lived about uh, three blocks from it. For Are you serious? Years. Oh, yeah. man. All right, a distinct advantage. I believe Jim has at least been there, so uh, we'll see how this plays out, and I'll reset the clock. And, Nathan, we're going to begin your round in three, two, one. It was dubbed one of the modern wonders of the modern world. In what year was the bridge open to the public? 1935. At the time, it was both the longest and tallest suspension bridge in the world. So how many feet long is the main span? 1,000 
250. It is still the tallest bridge in the United States. How tall is it? 460 feet. How many vehicles traverse the span on an average day? 26,000. It was funded through the sale of municipal bonds. How many million dollars did it cost back in the days? $17 million. Time. Okay, good job, Nathan. Going to put you on hold. I recorded his time. We're going to bring Jim back in as Fritz waves him in. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Great prize up for grabs. Oh, yeah, bro. As Jim makes his way back, ready to go. Oh, God. Jim, a category submitted by Brad, co-producer for All Gaming. It's titled simply Golden. 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 Okay. Facts and figures about the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been? Yeah, I used to live there. Not on the bridge. Or how, under it. I lived how, in San Francisco. How far from the bridge did you live? Mm, maybe five miles. Uh, because your opponent, Nathan, said he lived about three blocks from it. Well, let's see what he knows. All right. Let's, let's see, see what I don't know. Was the bridge up when you lived there? Uh, no, ask Mo. That's a better question for Mo. They <laughs> <laughs> used to have to row across to Marin <laughs> County. Okay, we're going to reset the clock for you and begin your round in three, two, one. It was dubbed one of the modern wonders of the modern world. In what year was the bridge opened to the public? 1928. At the time, it was both the longest and tallest suspension bridge in the world. So how many feet is the main span? Oh, the How many feet long is the main span? The main span is uh, 6,500 feet long. It is still the tallest bridge in the United States. How tall is it? Uh, 427 feet. How many vehicles traverse the span on an average day? Uh, uh, 115,000. It was funded through the sale of municipal bonds. Mm-hmm. How many million dollars did it cost back in the day? Uh, believe it or not, only 12 million. Time. What do you think about that? I think you're close on time. Is that five questions? Yep. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. But I'm adding five seconds to your time. Sure. That's your handicap. Okay. Ooh. 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 All right, you're playing against Nathan. Thanks again to Brad for the category. Um, so when was it opened? Ooh, same year as the Hindenburg disaster. Uh-oh. And Amelia Earhart's disappearance. Oh, boy. Oops. <laughs> that didn't bode well. Not a good year. Uh, but Nathan said... 1935. And Jim... 1928. Off by two years, 1937. Nathan leads with a point. Let's see where we go from here. Yeah. It was the longest and tallest suspension suspension bridge in the world. How many feet long is the main span? Okay, the main span. Nathan said? 1,250 feet. Oh, boy. And Jim? 6,500 feet. We have to do some math here. It's 4,200 feet. Jim is closer, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, Jim right. is closer. 4,200 feet. The Brooklyn Bridge main span is about 1,600 feet. I actually saw somebody jump from that. Was, Did you? No, not really. Oh, Just boy. Why are you saying that? Why would you say attention. that? It's still the tallest bridge in the U.S. How tall is it? Yeah. By the way, the Sunshine Skyway Bridge in Florida is Florida's highest bridge at 430 feet. Oh, oh. I knew that answer. Yeah. How tall is the Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah. What do you got? Nathan said 460 feet. <gasps> and Jim? 427 feet. 746 Damn feet. It. Nathan gets the point. It's two to one. Damn. But it's not oh, over wait, yet. Wait, 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 wait. The, 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 uh, here the we go again. Here we or go the, again. Or the, or, the, or the piece that holds it up. I'm just saying how tall is it? I and the, <laughs> the top of what? it. What? You had the same information as your opponent. Yeah, but it's, it's the bridge. Would that really be the bridge? 
The bridge uh-huh. is the Keep roadway. Talking. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> it's all right. I'm, I'm not going to argue. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lose this. Are you? Yes. I'm pretty sure I am. <laughs> I think I am. How many vehicles traverse the span on an average day? Nathan said. 26,000 vehicles. Jim. 115,000. The answer? 110,000. Jim, two, you up. tied the game. Oh, come on, Jim. Come on. <laughs> come on. Show this guy. How far did he live from the from the bridge? Three, uh, three blocks. blocks. Get out of here. Nobody lives three blocks from the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he said three miles. I don't know. Nobody lives can... three blocks from that bridge. Maybe it was three miles. It was Nathan. You can ask him. What, do you live in the maintenance yard or something? Why don't you ask him? I it's a tie game. Him. No, I'll ask him, him if I win. Okay. Well, how much did it cost? It was funded through the sale of nah, municipal bonds. Too low. How many this. million dollars did it cost back in the day in the 1930s? I'm, I'm way too low. I'll tell you, in today's dollars, it would have been $637 million. But how much was it back then? Can I change my answer? No. Yeah. Nathan said. $17 million. Yeah, and Jim. $12 million. This is for the win. The answer? $35 million. Yeah. Nathan is closer. Nathan wins the game. All right, Nathan. Good job. Oh, you took me down. Right. Good job. You win closest to the pin. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand <laughs> grenades, and closest to the pin. Never liked that bridge anyway. Covered in fog. You know, there's less fog now coming into San Francisco Bay than ever before. Why is that? Climate change. Global warming, climate change. See, some benefits. They're actually, you can buy a fog vodka. A San Francisco fog vodka. It's made with, it's distilled with fog. Yeah. Huh. Nice gimmick. And it gets you drunk, huh? That's that's the nobody's idea. Eat, nobody's well, even said it's still no vodka. Way. Yeah, but well, it's but they, they make so. Uh, but so they much claim more... there's a purity because of the fog, and there's a no. way that they. No, that, that's a gimmick, but well, that's nice. Well, how do you yeah. gather fog? Careful. All you do is <laughs> fog just like you catch lightning bugs. <laughs> you, you just you you take a jar and a cap. You go outside and you just close it. <laughs> It's like farting in a... Caught the fog, boss. <laughs> Got it. Got it. All right, okay. The bottle looks cool. I just immediately thought of, uh, uh, what's that, Fallout 4, where like there, there's that one level, just fog, and then there's like fog machines. You can collect fog. That's Matter of fact, they're using the machines that they developed to, uh, to get uh, water from fog in San Francisco to take another... Areas of the world that uh, that don't have water sources, but have fog. Cool. Nice. Smart. Good technology. is <laughs> looking at me like, do I want to bet him on that? Do I want to, do I want to challenge him on that we or just not? Have like a silent I'm still stare. thinking about how you get the fog and put it in the jar. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Find me some Sturgill Simpson to drive home today if we have time. Stephen okay. Kramer, Journey of Law, is here. Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life. Shows up every Monday. 
We talk about the law and other things happening. Good to see you, Counselor. Good to see you. Watched the interview last night. I did. And I don't have to say anything else about the interview. Everybody knows what I mean. Yeah. Uh, what, what, Highest uh, rating in 10 years. Yeah, what'd you think of it? What was your, what was your um, I mean, observation? It's, it's a weird world we're living in. Isn't it? It is. It's just a, that's just surreal. She I just, came across as believable to you? It, it seemed like it. There's been some uh, chatter on the web about whether she was medicated or on what? the high. Yeah. Who's I didn't oh, get I got, that impression. I saw a couple of, what, what, I, the, the eyes dilated. Yeah, the eyes. Her yeah. eyes are like dilated so wide, apparently, yeah. that you can't. You can barely see the color of her eyes, uh, and it's been Please. making rounds on the web. I'm not. I mean, I don't know why anybody on drugs. So you're not going to be that articulate. I, I thought she was super articulate. I, I, I wasn't people trying to purely discredit her. I don't think that was the point. Of, I mean, I'm sure some people are using that to discredit, and of course, some people want to, you know, do the slut shaming thing or whatever, but. Um, that that's it's interesting to see the aftermath and and of course what was your takeaway? I mean, I think the takeaway is how is it going to impact the political process? How is it going to impact the Mueller investigation? How is it going to impact the presidency? And what we saw this morning was a cease and desist letter, obviously from the the Cohen Trump camp. There's going to be some points in that interview that probably going to pique Mueller's interest. Right, the the parking lot incident. Mm-hmm. You may see some follow up on that. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's if there's those types of behaviors actually occurring. You know, if that's somebody that can be tied back. Well, the White and- House is denying. The White House today is saying the president is essentially saying this did not happen. She says it did happen. If you're if you're a judge of of reading body language or listening to people, I thought she came across as credible. Well, frankly, if if you had a sub- if a subordinate you know involved in their camp did something like that, it would, you would you would want the type of structure where he'd have he'd have plausible deniability of that anyway. You know the the parking lot incident, um, but I mean that's troubling, and, and that's going to probably pique the interest of the Mueller team. And then of course there's still a shakeout relating to the payment and. And whether that broke elections laws. I think it's the apprentice contestant who will take him down. We're suing for defamation. Yes. Now, correct me. This is only one semester in law school. So, counselor, please, if I'm way out of line, please object. But I would imagine in a civil lawsuit where there's discovery. Am I correct in saying once it's open to discovery, meaning I can call in who I want, Mm-hmm. Right for depositions, I can ask any question in the world. If I am that contestant's attorney, and we we begin the process of discovery, taking depositions, I can essentially ask any anything I want. Is that right? Am I limited to what I can ask in in discovery? Could I ask about Russians? Could I ask about campaign finances? Could I go anywhere I want in in discovery in a civil lawsuit like this? You know, it depends on whether the person you're interviewing, the person you're, who you're deposing, is a party or a non-party. And you know, there are there are some limits, but not very much. Now, that's an interesting scenario. So what you're talking about is the judge ruling that that defamation lawsuit may proceed. Correct. Which, you know, regardless of Trump, it wouldn't matter to me if Trump, Obama, Bush, it wouldn't matter to me who's in the White House. That's probably a dangerous precedent to set. Because it it exposes the presidency to 
exactly what you're talking about. You know, those types of fishing expeditions sure. and uh, and yeah, and I, politically motivated attacks. And and so I don't think we've heard the end of of that issue. I think that'll probably be addressed by some appellate court. There'll probably be some revisiting of that issue. Yeah, I would. I'm, 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 I, I tend to agree. I don't like the idea. And then all of a sudden people are just suing whatever president happens to be. Well, and you get into these fishing expeditions. I'm simply asking in in discovery. In, in the discovery process in a civil lawsuit, uh, an attorney can ask just about anything or anything that he or she wants to of a person who's, who's being deposed. There's a very broad discretion there. And, of course, there are, there are objections, there are limits, and there are protections for some of those answers. You know, for instance, you know, privileged information or, or getting into national security issues, sure, obviously, with the president. That. But that's one of the reasons that we should not allow this to happen with any president is we don't want – that we don't want civil litigation being used as a tool, as a political tool, because the reality, you know, is that bringing lawsuits when you're supported and backed by by people with means can be used as a a, a vicious tool. Of you harassment. think the president will be indicted or can be indicted? You know, that's kind of an interesting thing. So the Mueller investigation is unique in in our recent experience. So when Ken Starr did his investigation in the 90s. Of course, this was under under an existing law at the time and essentially gave him a much broader discretion and the ability to speak publicly and the ability to ultimately release the Star Report, right? Mueller is a little differently in that he's been appointed by the Justice Department. So you had the Attorney General recuse himself and then it fell to the second in command. And, and that's where Rosenstein, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where Steen Stein, you know, Frankenstein, Frankenstein, um, where he appointed Mueller into that position. My understanding is that Mueller can only report back to the Justice Department. So may he may not be in a position where he can ever give a public statement of the findings. And essentially, the Justice Department could have the discretion right. to close that investigation. And, and then you get into the potential moves there you know do you if jeff sessions resigns or is is asked to resign by the president then presumably a new attorney general could be appointed who would not have to be recused in that investigation and then could therefore assume oversight and effectively bury that investigation or terminate that investigation or whatever M my point is that Mueller may issue an indictment because that is his only public statement that he can make. And that's the public statements that he's made so far have been purely through filing of indictments. You've noticed he's not come out and given press conferences, right? Right. He's issued these indictments, and that's really the only communication to the world that the independent counsels had. So I, if, if he's smart, that might be one of the potential moves. I don't think that indictment goes anywhere because I think it probably falls to Congress to decide whether to impeach or not, but it's feasible he could indict, and then there could be a court challenge to whether he has a capacity to indict or whether it's proper to indict a sitting president or whatever. But that may be the the move if he's concerned that you know that his charges or 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 findings never see the light of day. How's the shaving cream business doing? The That's shaving cream business. I mean, mine. Yes. Gillette's having a tough time with some of these competitors. <laughs> yeah. Barbasol. That's the business. You started the business. Just Barbasol. asking how the business is. That has going. always been a labor of love. So. Ship to shore? Yeah, ship yeah. to shore.
Yes. Uh, doing always, all right? Always been a labor just, of love. Uh, you know. It's like it's one of those it's like bespoke you know, cosmetic goods. So it's never yeah, been designed to be massive scale, but yes. Okay. Yes. How often do you shave? I did not shave today as is that what you're asking? No, I just no. I just wondered <laughs> if you shave once or twice a day or no, Sometimes I'm, I have to shave twice a day. You're one of those. You get the five o'clock shadow, huh? I, I, it depends. I mean, I shave early in the morning, but if there's something I would have to do at night, I'd probably, eh, let's give it another whirl here. I don't get the five o'clock shadow till five o'clock of the next day. I didn't day. really get a five o'clock shadow, but I get whiskers. I'm not the Richard Nixon type. I'm not the, uh, who was it on Mad Men? Draper? Yeah. What was his name? What's his name? What's his John real name? John Hamm. John Hamm. Yeah, I mean, he's got a classic yeah. five o'clock shadow. That guy wakes up the moment he shaves. He's like Homer Simpson. The hair's <laughs> right back there. Yeah, it looks <laughs> like he's, you know, spread burnt cork on his face. But that's exactly right. I don't have that. I don't get that. This is like this is not having shaved since probably Friday. Talking about movies, I thought you know, have you ever seen the Thin Red Line? I've not. Okay. Why? Because I was watching it again last night. And I was thinking Terrence Malick. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, Sean Penn's in it, and Nick Nolte's in it. Nolte's absolutely terrific in this movie. It's, it's. I mean, it's. My understanding is not about war. It's more about the human condition. It's it is classic Malick. Well, I mean, there's kind of war scenes and combat scenes and things like that. But you know, you watch stuff like that. I, I don't see how anybody human beings can get through stuff like that. And I suppose many can't. No, I mean that's the. I can't imagine, and I shouldn't even. I watched Talk another one of those. I've never been in that experience, and and I think men who more women who've been in that experience, they don't want to hear it from somebody like me. They'd rather, if they're going to talk, talk with individuals who've been through the same things as they have. Yeah, I watched uh, Full Metal Jacket recently. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's that is about war. I mean, there's no question. Um, you know, there's there's not. I don't think it has the same metaphysical debate. Um, but I was talking with a Marine who served in Vietnam. And it was stationed over there, and he said that is as close to, you know, actual boot camp as you could get, and right. close to the experiences you could I get. I think it was then. I don't know whether it's that way now. No, no, no. Stephen no, Kramer, that, attorney that, of law, is our guest. More with Stephen when we return on Real Radio 104.1. They're going to be regulated, just like a utility, and that's exactly what they want. That's exactly what Facebook wants. Mr. Kramer. Yeah, so the, I mean, the story that broke was that they've been collecting call history and SMS, which is text data, from Android devices for for some time. And did we kind of all know this in a way? Well, I know they're collecting data, but I don't think we quite knew the extent because we never knew the extent of the amount of information that has been developed around us. Does that make any sense? What do you mean? You mean the uh, well, amount? we knew. All right, here's the the you know the devil's in the details. We knew Facebook was in the business of collecting data and selling that data right to people who can utilize it and uh, for whatever reasons. We didn't quite understand that the data would be collected and used to manipulate uh, political thought. We knew okay, they're going to do this and they're going to sell it to advertising agencies. Then advertising uh, advertising agencies are going to pinpoint direct marketing based on you know the information gathered from our accounts. We're going to say, eh, what's the harm there? But all these other things are beginning to come to light, and I think generally we're going what? 
you know, there's a great... I want a break. I don't want anything to do with Facebook. I, I, I don't post. I don't check it. I'm not interested in Facebook, but I'm signed up. I don't want to be signed up anymore. Wow. I've retrieved all the photos, and now I need to go into the process of saying, I, I no longer have a connection to you. You know, there's a great interview with Barry Diller, and, and, and he talks about in advertising, the holy grail has always been to be, get pinpoint advertising. Yes. And, and for that reason, it should shock no one that that's what's happening and that that's what all of these political campaigns and marketing companies are shooting for. Uh, it, it's not a shock, but, but of course, I think people are, are, are disturbed that, you know, their phone records, their phone calls, their, you know, their text messages, data on their phones – has basically been gathered. Um, Facebook at, knows more about us than we know about ourselves. There's that. Um, there's that Black Mirror episode. Oh, which one? The one where they one with the pig. No, oh, the one where they create. The first one. They create like a replacement for somebody that passes away using Facebook oh, and social yeah, media. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like an illustration of how much of you is tied up in social media. How much can be gleaned from that? A, I think there's a, 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 a you know a backlash against this kind of stuff. Um, I think so too. I think you know we we step. We stepped out. We Everybody took, believed we took this was going to be, this is the greatest thing for society. This is the greatest thing for interaction with other human beings. What could go wrong here? It's just going to make the world a lot better. We'll be better connected to one another. And uh, in many cases, that's, uh, that's, it, it's, 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 it's borne out the negative of all this. I'm not surprised by it because I remember years ago before Facebook had really done a good job of monetizing their ads and before and even before Amazon had really, you know, gone through the roof as far as their value, that what everybody was discussing in the business world was the, that the real business of these endeavors was information. Correct. And for that reason, I, I, it's always been a little bit troubling, but it's kind of the, the compact that everybody made. But most people say, well, so it's information. What are you going to do with it? How's that going to harm me? I just want to send my photo of what I ate tonight. I went to a restaurant, and it was a nice meal. I took a photo of it, and I sent it out, and I put it on Facebook. So, so what do you say to that? What do I say to what? To what's the harm in it? I, I know that they gather information, and I know that there, there are forces at work in the political <laughs> circle that uh, take information and manipulate it for, for various reasons, for their own political gain. I think that's very scary stuff. But, Jim, it's more than the picture of the dinner that you posted. It's also because the app is on your phone – other things that you're doing on your phone, yes. which is being caught yeah. up in this data. Scoop. No, I, I, under, I, understand, I understand that, but I think most people don't quite get it. I think mm -hmm. most people say, this is a technology, it's just a phone, and uh, instead of just speaking on the phone, I can also send some photos and some comments and see what kind of reaction I get. And I'm hoping for a positive reaction because something happens in my inside my brain. I'm not quite sure what's going on a tryptophan or whatever the heck is happening here in the pleasure center of mm -hmm. my brain dopamine. and I have a you know I have a good and I have a good feeling yeah dopamine I have a good feeling that's essentially what's going on with most people who are connected to Facebook Twitter or anything else they're not sitting back and saying now just exactly what are they doing with this information well you've got to, you've got to work to be able to determine kind of sort of what might be happening i don't even think facebook knows what i to me facebook does not know what's happening with a lot of it, of the data I think and information it gathers. I, th I, I, I think don't. 
I have no, I don't. And this the, is the news is coming. This is why they're going to be regulated because Mark Zuckerberg says this has gotten out of hand. This is bigger than we ever thought it would be. We don't even know where it's going, and we need government regulation because if something like this happens again, we can say, well, you know, it's, you know, the government's in this too, and you know, you can't just blame us. This is essentially what they want. I well, believe. I don't think they have a good handle on a lot of the things that are happening with uh, with, with uh, whether it's a breach or whether it's the collection of of data. Well, the problem is the cat's already out of the bag. I mean, the, the data has already been utilized. You know, the, there, there's no pulling that back now. But of course, for Facebook, the, the bad news has come in threes. Right. The first was obviously the Cambridge Analytica scandal that broke out with, you know, misusing information and, and gathering data on. 50 million user profiles where they had no idea. Two was this this re- news story about them gathering information about your phone and phone calls and, and SMS data. And the third is there's another allegation relating to the 2012 campaign where it's now coming out allegations that Facebook turned over information on users, including mailing information and other information basically as a favor to the Obama campaign. Now, they might have been well-intentioned, but the, the problem is going to be that corporations can't do anything in kind like that. So they're just stepping in every which way. The problem is nobody understands the user agreement. Now, but, you know, we scroll through that thing. We had, I agree, boom, and uh, we're connected to Facebook or Twitter or whatever the case might be. This is part of the problem as well. People don't understand what they're signing up for. Could be let the buyer beware. That's the way that it goes. But I think there will be demand on the part of the government to say, you have to do a much better job to alert the consumer about what they're getting involved in. And by the way, we think there needs to be regulation you are controlling too much information and we can't let we can't allow a corporation to have that much control over that much information well that's very scary business in a democracy i think because there are too many people who will gather that information and manipulate it not for the good well with with cambridge analytica of course the criticism is they looked the other way and didn't really do the due diligence to make sure the information had been deleted and then with this more they didn't recent look the other way they got bamboozled well they got yeah, bamboozled. but then they knew about it they and got, they no they got bamboozled into releasing the information they came forward and said hi we're we're doing an ac- academic study we can, can we have access to this amount of data and and facebook said yeah sure academic study yeah go ahead Without even realizing where this, this, they got bamboozled, they got taken care of. I think to a certain degree. But there's a second part of that. The second part is once the information, they found out there was a misuse, they went to the company, they signed an agreement where the company was supposed to delete the data, and then they never followed up on it. Well, this is what happens, I think, when you rely on a company that says we're, we're, we're going to employ people basically within a certain age group. And they get rid of people or don't hire people that have the wisdom of experience. Mm -hmm. I actually do believe this, um, that there's a generation of people who might say, based on my experience Mm -hmm. in the workplace, I think we ought to think about and slow this down or look here and look there. When you're working with a certain demographic that's only interested in, in, in monetizing a particular product or service, they don't have the wisdom of experience. And I think that's exactly what's happened with Facebook. That's this right. is a young company and with with relatively a little experience as it relates to this has happened before, what's the possible mm-hmm. problems down the line. I think they just said, we are great, we are beautiful, we are big, we're expanding, we're making billions of dollars, and we can do no wrong. And now it's now it's now they're being 
slapped in the face. I think you're right. I mean, there is that. It's myopic. They've got they've got it's group, coming they've back got to group think going on there. But you know, this more this more recent one deals with voluntarily providing data on millions of users to the reelection campaign in 2012, and could be a violation of campaign finance law. So yet another story about you know about Facebook. Just they. I didn't even get to check what movies you saw. So, what'd you see? Oh, I watched. Uh, I did the popcorn fair. I did. I did the new Jumanji movie. Oh, dude, man, you gotta. You, there's so many good movies out there. You need to on pay per view or Netflix. You got. You gotta. You gotta get a handle on this. I'm putting you under. <laughs> I'm putting you under a court order. I've done all uh, the film school movies. What's his next movie? Are you on pay per view? Yeah. All right, pick a movie. Did he see uh, three billboards? You've seen three billboards? Not yet. Oh. But next Monday. <laughs> you got to remember, I'm playing to a particular audience that's here. Your, this that, isn't a group of... If uh, it's a date night, it's tough. If you're with your wife, if you have your kids. Yeah, what if you got kids? I'm not going to put in three billboards. I mean, that's your homework kids, assignment. do you want uh, three billboards or Jumanji, you, the new Jumanji? You can't three find... That's an obvious one. You can't find two hours for yourself? We do. If you can't find two hours for yourself... Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Dude. Jimmy, he's dual career. <laughs> know, he's bro. a lawyer and a radio star. Oh. And a family man. There, That's the time-consuming one. Yeah. Yeah. Kids are a time suck. Oh, yeah. You're just going to have to sleep two hours less than, than you would. Uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I, 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 I will do, do three billboards. You're not going to kill you to do a six-hour you know, sleep because you have to watch two hours of a movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do, do three billboards. I'll, I'll report back on Monday right, good. and, and then, we'll discuss it. And after that, I'm going to sign another movie to you. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen Kramer. Thank you very much. Thank you. Stephen Kramer, turning it law. Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life. Let's get a check on the news. Here's Big Daddy. Big Jim Weasel. An animatronic dinosaur at a Colorado theme park burst into flames and is no more. Talk about extinction, am I right? Next, a chicken in England has laid two eggs with three yolks in each one in one month. Apparently this is a very rare occurrence. It's a good thing that egg was unfertilized. I'd imagine being chicken triplets in an egg gets uncomfortable pretty quickly. Finally, a group of inmates is on rooster duty for 200 birds after the Arkansas Sheriff's Office seized them after a cockfight. The toughest birds in the slammer with the toughest men. Hilarity ensues. Jailbirds. This summer on Fox. Headlines were brought to you by the Josh Pinkman blog. Go there to see sliced ketchup at realradio.fm. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing, 407-916-1041. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 104.1 I can't can this, can this one. Get, oh, son get, of a gun. Yeah, get me a song off the latest album. Call to Arms. You know what I'm saying? Oh, That's yeah. a great album. It's all right. Very good. Yes, I do. Well, a little happiness, a little love is all I wanted. 
Left my heart feeling tawny And my memories all haunted Was her I had to thank all my songs So every day I'm smoking my brain All right, nothing, him. I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I was looking for something off his latest album. I mean, it's been referred to as psychedelic country and there was uh, uh, a mega country and uh, so there's one sturgill simpson song we have in our system that yeah. was the song you just heard i know before that i was cruising through the songs and and mr pinkman is quite familiar with sturgill simpson so am I now. and there's some things that uh have explicit lyrics oh well what what was the one we played the other day that was you called... can't understand anything he's singing anyway <laughs> unless you have the lyrics in front of you that was called arms right? from uh yes called arms from the newest album was the one we played the other day there's not a radio clean version well, i i play the only radio clean version which is his live performance from saturday night live that's a good performance by the way it's a tremendous yeah. it's kicked ass on that oh yeah Tore the roof off the place. Got that right, you know, blew it up. Yeah, his Tore piano player blew it up real damn good. Mm-hmm. Drunk as hell. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> got to do what a man's got to do. You know what I'm saying? Wait, sometimes you, you do. You know yeah, I mean, sing a song or work in a coal mine. What do you want to do? What are you going to do? Is Fritz saying he was drunk on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> no, yes. I'm not saying that. <laughs> it was good, though. <laughs> he was damn good. Well, what are you going to do? That's right up there with uh, uh, one of the songs... Radiohead played up there that just blew my mind first time I saw it. Whatever, nerd. Creep? Nope. No, I'm calling you a oh, creep. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, Pinkman just called Fritz a nerd. That's okay. He's called me much worse, and you know what? I'm not the nerd. He is. Yeah, Fritz said In Rainbows is his favorite Radiohead album. I didn't even say that. Yeah, you did. I, <laughs> I heard didn't it. even listen to that album. Pinkman wasn't afraid to have RM RM today, or uh, Rizoles, or La Piz Surabaya. Yeah, bro. We ate Indonesian food, boss. I, I, I love the accent. I couldn't eat any of that food. Rizzoli's. Adem, adem. <laughs> La pizza la baya. You, you sound like a guy at a pizza place. Adem, adem. That's rice cooked in coconut milk with Indonesian bay leaf filled with ground beef, carrots, green beans, and potatoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was really good. Yeah, look at this. Hey, but, you look at this. Jim, Indonesian food is just some of the sample affair that will be uh, in the city of Valtamont Springs this weekend for the inaugural annual World Food Festival yeah. presented by Hunter Vision at Cranes Roost Park. It's Saturday, this Saturday from noon until 7 p.m., free to the public. And then they have food and beverage drinks uh, for purchase on site. Enjoy a day of international food, global marketplace, arts, culture, and sounds from around the world. Uh, we'll have more details on the website is worldfoodfestivalflorida.com and it's brought to you by Fox 35. Alrighty then. Well, let's go ahead and play some person, place, or thing. Well, let's do All it right. then. You know, play some Sturgill Simpson tomorrow. We could play that oh, one you song know, that you've he heard, heard over you know, and over. He didn't, you know, as soon as that started, he should have leaned over and said, what are you doing? This is not going to work. He, Jim's <laughs> well, going to get all pissed <laughs> off now. That, He's going to blame it on me because I sit, because he told me in the office I want to hear mm -hmm. some Sturgill Simpson mm -hmm. as drive-home music, and then he picked some <laughs> yeah. old piece of crap that I don't want to well, hear. To, Damn. To, in Jack's defense, I suggested a song from the first album. What'd you do that for? It kicks in. <laughs> it's a good song. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> you know that latest album? That's just kick-ass music, man. That's kick a great ass. album. Now, I understand there's some swear words on, in there, but I thought there might be a, a you know, radio clean version, but he might say he's not interested in that. But you could have found the Saturday night, you know, 
live version. Oh, whatever. This is what I go through on a daily basis. <laughs> well, we played it wow, last week. Wow, wow, Jim. We, we played it last week. I thought you might have wanted a different song. Oh, you're probably right. If you played that, say, what are we repeating this this thing for? You never know. Every day is a new journey. So, like, okay, going forward, should he just play that song every time that you call for uh, Sturgill Simpson? Yeah, but if I, he... I now know there's only really one good song that I like <laughs> from Sturgill Simpson that can be played on the radio. So I would say, let's not, you know, once every six months, maybe. Yeah, that's funny. Which means we might be able to play it one more time after tomorrow before I'm the hell out of here. Yep. And I'll play Sturgill Simpson all I want. Yep. Yeah. And I play it every damn day. God darn right. You got that right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Telling you what. <laughs> Do you want to know I like that name, too. If I had a kid, I'd name him Sturgill. It is a sweet name. It is. It's a mountain name. Mm-hmm. Right out of the holler, you know what I'm Tell saying? You what, where mm-hmm. all the kin folks is mm-hmm. from. Sturgill going to get married to Betty Sue. Can't deny that. Oh, really? When is that going to happen? You don't know. Got to get the snakes for the service. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was born a snake handler, I'll die a snake handler. You got handler. that right, you know? Get bit by the viper Satan. <laughs> you either live or you die. That's it. That's it. Lord, <laughs> The Lord giveth the and Lord the Lord taketh protect away. You. I hold this viper, this deadly viper in my hands, dear sweet Jesus. If it bites me, I'm going straight to hell. But if it doesn't, I shall be living on your left side of sweetness and love. God bless us. Proverbs thirty-seven, twelve. You got that right. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Got it tattooed on my back parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to know the prize? For That's what I like. Spank you. me, Jesus. <laughs> right on my hiney. All right, let's play some PPT. Do we have the prize? Uh, no. It is a pair of passes to the advanced screening of Blockers on Tuesday, April third right. at AMC Altamont. Here we go. You know, I missed this, this last week. Mm-hmm. What? See that old fart on CBS Sunday morning? I did. Holy mackerel. And he's, what, 77, 76? Who, who's this? Don Imus. Oh, Don Imus. Yeah. Yeah, he looked pretty old. He did. Sounded that way, too. <laughs> Not like me. <laughs> All right, Josh, you ready to play? Yes, I am. All right, Josh, pick a person, a place, or a thing. Let's go with the person. Let's go with the person. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Who is this person? This person was born prematurely in the small vi- in a in the small village of Florida. The village was called Florida. This person was born premature mm-hmm. prematurely in the small village of Mark Flo- Twain. Mark Twain, you say? Jeez, man, that's, that's your final answer. Hanging fruit. Yeah, baby. What the hell? Yeah. I mean, oh, now I got to fill ten minutes. Thanks, Brad. Good mm. job, Josh. Yeah, Mark Twain. Let's fill some time with the other clues. I didn't know that. Did you know that? No, I did not uh, know that. Clue number two: He got his first job as a printer's apprentice when he was only eleven years old. Clue number three, at the height of his career, he is one of the most popular celebrities in the world. Okay, I get that. Uh, Clue number four, he wrote several short stories and 28 books, one of which is considered, quote, the great American novel, end of quote. Uh. And number five, we're not hucking around here. Come on now. His wit and satire in prose and in speech earned praise from critics and peers. Classic Brad. Mark Twain. Well, there you go. Which comes from Jack Nosel. Yeah, yeah. Jack Nosel, the answer the story. Uh, you know what Mark Twain means? <laughs> nope. It was my oh, feeble attempt uh, at 
Yes. <laughs> it was, uh, they used it to mark depth in the river as ferryman. Yeah, what does Twain mean? It's one nautical mile. I don't think there's, I don't think the Mississippi, I don't think there's any river in the United States that's a mile deep. Perhaps it's a fathom. A fathom is six feet. Well, there you go. A twain is also a fathom. Why well, wouldn't they say Mark Fathom? A yeah. twain, you, uh, I just looked it up. Would <laughs> that, you like to hear That it? name was taken. <laughs> Copyrighted. Yeah. Mark Fathom was a well-known magician in the area. Yeah. He had a minstrel show on the riverboats, and you couldn't use that. He That's was right. super funny. He had a lot of so great So twain jokes. means what? Uh, two. It's just an archaic term for two. So Mark Twain, Mark Two. Yeah. So like two, what, what do you think it is? Two yards? Feet? I don't know, but there's a great um, guitarist named Johnny F- uh, John Five, so maybe he's like, Mark Two. This and he's is like, not answering the question. <laughs> <laughs> Fritz is now, as we turn to getting in the weeds. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the weeds, yeah. He's in the weeds 100%. The <laughs> Mark, Mark Twain is, is Mark Two. The Mark Two, maybe it's just a foot. Two feet? What? Because the railroads didn't have a keel, did they? No. I read a story yesterday about a uh, Polish guy, this is a true story, who kayaked across the Atlantic three times. Damn. How long did that take? I think it was 100 and, God, 188 days. So, okay, people who and do this, kayak. do they quit their jobs? Do they try to get sponsorship money? And then they just do this for a he half just, a year? He just, he just raised the money. He's been kayaking all his life mm-hmm. and he just had this eh, i'm gonna kayak across the across the atlantic and um, and his employer's like cool have fun yeah i suppose there might months. be some people you know so well, go ahead you know you're a loyal employee you know you get a sabbatical and whatever you want to do so is there a a support boat no so a tw- nothing at all just him on a kayak in a kayak but it's not a kayak i mean he had a specially built kayak but he still had to paddle the damn thing in the ocean. In the ocean. Where's he going from? I think Where, he, where'd he launch from? I think he launched, one time he launched from New Jersey and went across the North Atlantic. Then there was another time I think he left from West Africa and paddled all the way to Brazil. And a third time, I don't know if it was successful. I think he had to be rescued. Ha! Aha. Uh-huh. We figured it out. What? A twain is two fathoms. And a fathom is what? Six, Six feet. feet. Oh, so Mark Twain is 12 feet. feet. Yes. And that's how tall he was. The tallest man in the south. <laughs> no, the, the river parts boat. parts of the north. The river yeah. boat's what? The river boat, guys. The leadsman on the boat would call out, Mark Twain. And that meant to Mark that the is river that the was two fathoms. It? Mark Twain. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> he, he was from Boston originally. Oh, so, but he's, you know, so he got a job on the Mississippi River. So what are you doing here? Well, you know, I've been around boats. Was it, was, it Mark, was it Mark Twain from Hannibal, Missouri? Oh, aren't you reading stuff? You mean Samuel Clemens? Samuel Clemens, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, but originally born in Florida, Missouri. Got that right. That sounds fake. Florida? Yeah, Florida, Missouri. What's your favorite state to visit, Little Billy? Florida, Missouri. How is your, uh, 
I saw on the sheet over the weekend that you performed a little bit of stand-up in where Titusville? Yes. Where the hell in Titusville did you do that? This lovely bar called Gold Lion. Down in the main district downtown? Uh, actually, no. It was like a little further out. It only took me about Up 30 minutes. I, I guess. It was like right past Christmas. Took me about 30 minutes on Highway 50. Not bad. Wait a minute. Did you actually go into Titusville? Yeah, I guess. Oh, you went straight you on? on 50 under 95. Yeah, you, you were on the east side of 95. Yeah, okay. I guess so. It just it said I was in Titusville, so I believed it. <laughs> <laughs> and where'd you perform? <laughs> this bar out there. Oh. How, did, how did it go? Uh, it went quite well. I did 15 whole minutes. Yeah, right. That's a long that's set. A, that's how a was court. the crowd? Good. It's one of those places where they have the chicken wire? <laughs> no. One day I'll get there. I could have used hey, that. You're at, moving uh, up if you... <laughs> I could have used that last time in Titusville. A guy wanted to fight me for some reason. What? I don't know. Why didn't you tell us this? I did. That was like two years ago. Why did... Because of your stand-up or just because the way you looked? I think he misinterpreted something I said, and he seemed to think I was uh, trash-talking veterans and then told me he'd fight me in the parking lot. Oh, he missed the nuance of the joke. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. the one where I said nothing about veterans. Yeah. And Jim, if you want to see real comics who are really funny, this Thursday wow. is going to be the third round of the Monsters Comedian of the Year competition at the Abbey. And uh, Mr. Pinkman, you should come out and watch. It's going to be a lot of fun. What are you trying to say? I need to learn things. <laughs> what are you trying to say, bro? You actually performed at this <laughs> I was it, up a, a year ago. Two years. two years ago. Yeah, 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 as well. Um, tickets are on sale now, <laughs> general admission available, reserve seating, or if you want to do it upright, you do the Hard Rock Orlando VIP seating. It includes dinner, ooh, barbecue sliders this week, mashed potatoes, ooh. veggies from Hard Rock, a couple of Bud Lights as well. Tickets are on our website, monsters.fm, keyword funny. It's brought to you by Bud Light and Hard Rock Orlando. I'll be there. I'm, I was at the first two. It's been great. The, I'm amazed because this is the fourth time they're going doing this competition. I figured, okay, the first year or two, all the, you know, the funny comedians, you know, would have been part of this already. But it's just like they keep reloading. The amount of yeah. uh, comedic talent Talented in people. our area is just amazing. And you're going to see another five great comedians um, going this Thursday night. It, it's definitely a great and a fun night out. Starts at 8. It's done just after 10, and you're on your way home. You're in bed before 11. So First no time I saw, uh, saw Pinkman do stand-up, he was absolutely terrific. I said, this guy's really got a future. Uh-huh. Then the last time I saw him, I was with uh, Linda Bird, the big cheese here. Yeah, yeah, I said, yeah. Okay, he's really good. And I've you know, seen him, and he, you know, his routine is really good. He bombed. Yeah, I yeah he did. But he really, he just bombed. That's that the day was she bad. was thinking about raisins. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no wonder I never got the email. I just... <laughs> I just turned your thing. I, I gotta sorry. go home now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, good show today. Thank you very much. Back tomorrow, three, right after Shawnee's the news junkie with Sabrina and Celine. They follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan are next. Tonight, eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye bye and take care.
night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1.